0: This podcast is a production of WCWP, LIU Post Public Radio. Check out our lineup of original programs. Listen live or support by visiting WCWP.org. This is Review and Preview on WCWP Sports.org. Good evening and welcome to Review and Preview, folks. I am your host, Tom Scavetta, I'm joined alongside Kyle Russo. Chris Klimazuski and Mike Dawes, who are a little too scared to be in our camera shot here on Facebook Live tonight. That's the first salt being thrown. Uh, reminder you can call in with your questions, thoughts, comments and I recall a number, 516 299 2030. Take part in our live show. You could also hear us on mywcwp.org or wcwpsports.org through the mywcwp link. Uh, if you want to catch what we talked about last week, you can upload our podcast online at Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, Google Play. And if you are friends with me, Chris, James, or Mike on Facebook, our Facebook Live video is up. On that note, let's waste no more time. The New York Mets, obviously, there's a lot of news surrounding um, with David Wright, which we'll get to in a few moments about him playing his final game, uh, starting as a Met on the 29th of September. Now, the Mets... They are 68 and 78, and all of a sudden they are just 10 games below 500, right? And they're just 14 games back on the division. Unfortunately, it's too little, too late, guys. But the Mets had a good week. They now have a 57 and 77 record since the 11 and 1 start. That's a fact. That's not so fun, Mike Dawes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, not so fun. But, you know, it's getting better. (laughs) Yeah, The number is getting better week by week.
0: You know, if only the season was another year long, then maybe there there, there (laughs) would be some hope. (laughs) Um, We we, we have to call someone about that. (laughs) The week started off good. Last weekend, they took two out of three from the Phillies. And Monday's game against Miami was postponed. And then I want to say they took three out of four from the Marlins. Yes they did. They took three Just out of four. Swept from the, the doubleheader. Yeah. Which was big. Um let's talk about Tuesday though, Jacob deGrom's start. Can deGrom pitch on a good day? Like no, is I that th- possible? I think the
2: better question is can the hitters pitch when Doug, uh, I mean can the hitters hit when DeGrom's pitching? That is a better question. Like because it's insane that this man is struggling. To get to ten to ten wins. Meanwhile, I think Zach Wheeler has ten wins already at this point. Eleven. Eleven, and I Jason Vargas. I'm pretty sure is like right behind him. So I, it's it's just yeah. it's just crazy to to say that this guy who I think is going to win the Cy Young is struggling his you know what off to get to ten wins, and it's yeah. crazy.
0: It's a shame, for sure. Um, yeah. T- Tuesday night, the Grams final stat line was seven innings pitched. Two runs, three hits, nine strikeouts. Uh, the one big hit he gave up was the, uh, I think it was the two-run single or two-run double, I want to say. Um, not late, exactly sure. Late in the game. You know, us as Mets fans, if, if we're not even, you know, watching these games intensely at this point, because it is now football season.
1: Of course. <laughs> um, and, uh, also, uh, Vargas, two less wins than DeGrom. I yeah, right nine. there. He's How is that nine. possible? I,
0: it, That's it, what I'm it, saying. It shouldn't be possible. <laughs> um, but DeGrom's counterpart uh Urena Juan Urena on Tuesday night this is just unacceptable from the Mets offense Urena goes six and a third gives up just one run and four hits
1: Juan Urena yeah it's something else
0: wasn't he the guy who got ejected didn't he throw a ball at like somebody's face earlier this year that game? was
1: yeah
3: that was at a jr
0: yeah bad guy yeah yep. no no for <laughs> sure <laughs> Uh, Miami won that game five to three, and Degrom actually on Tuesday night he broke the MLB record by King Cole for the most starts with three runs or less. Uh, that record was set back in 1910. It's a little while ago. Was 108 years ago it took for a pitcher to break that? Jacob hey, Degrom, we did it. <laughs> Jacob Degrom did something. Uh, his record now drops to eight and nine, 1.71 ERA. That's the lowest in baseball.
1: Honestly, for a comedy effect, I hope he like goes eight and eleven and still wins a Cy Young with like a one six ERA.
0: Would that be a comedy effect, or would that be more of a drama for the, the
1: major leagues?
4: It's asking the hard questions.
0: You know
2: what? It's a, a dramedy. You're the worst, Chris.
3: You can't copyright that.
2: Lord, never say that again. Yeah, that was a tough. Dramedy. Like I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: four minutes in.
2: Well, <laughs> that's a real thing. You never heard of dramedies before?
1: No.
3: No.
0: Super bad. Not super bad. Knocked up. Dramedy. Speaking of drama, as Chris, you know, you actually have a valid point saying that now. Mickey Mouse, the Mets manager, Mickey Callaway. Oh, there you go. Mickey Mouse decides, that's going to be his new name for the rest of the season, yeah. uh, decides to take Zach Wheeler out after the eighth inning. Oh, and, I saw that. you know, I'm about to go on a little bit of a rant because Zach Wheeler was pitching eight shutout innings. The guy has never pitched a complete game in his career. He was on the verge of getting his first complete game. The Mets were up thirteen nothing. What purpose does it serve to take Zach Wheeler out for Paul Seawald? Oh, you what gotta, are you saving him for? There's two and a half weeks left in the season. You gotta save him for the
3: playoffs, Tom.
0: What playoffs? Exactly. Why did Mickey Mouse, Mickey Callaway, take Zach Wheeler out of the game? So I was interested. Sure
3: Mickey Mouse and not
1: Goofy. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh,
0: yeah, he he hit, hit, a hit the drunk. Drunk.
3: I was
1: interested in, because, you know, I have Wheeler Fantasy. I noticed he only went eight. Same. I was like, okay, maybe has like 110 pitches. I looked it up. 89. 89 pitches. 89 pitches, guys.
0: Let him pitch. I don't
1: understand. How do you not let him pitch that?
0: And look, it's eight innings pitched, no runs, four hits, and seven strikeouts. Come Dominating. On.
1: Dominating.
0: He lowered his ERA to 3.23. He's having one also, he phenomenal has, second half. he has a half.
1: better second half ERA than DeGrom. He does.
2: Yeah, he's been pitching crazy. phenomenally the second half. I mean, what, he came into, after the All-Star break, he started with, what, a high four ERA? I believe
0: so. It was somewhere around four, four Somewhere four, around four, there. Three. I think,
2: what, the second half he's got to have somewhere in the twos. It's No, lower. it's under
1: one. I mean, it's ooh, it's under two. Yeah, it <laughs> is oh, it's under two. Okay, and it's yeah. under DeGrom's second half ERA. That,
2: it's just crazy. He's pulling in fantastic. Nice. And uh, you know what? The rumors at the trade deadline were that he's going to get traded, he's going to get traded. And I wasn't opposed. I wasn't opposed to him tr- being, being traded because I, I wanted to get something in, in back. But now that seeing how he's pitching, I can't wait for to see him, Syndergaard and uh, Degrom come out in 2019.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's be real steamy.
1: Classic Mets fan. Just can't wait till next year, and then you know.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's can't wait till next year <laughs> until you know you're sitting here 40 years la- 40 years later, and you know that oh. that may that may last a while. Uh, but on Wednesday, Jay Bruce hit a grand slam, which is a great sign. You know, he got he's gotten his back going since coming off the DL after having a dreadful first half of the season. Uh, Rosario is beginning to develop into a real nice player. Uh, a three-run dinger, and he's showing flashes of power. He doesn't really strike you as a power hitter, Chris, but he definitely is a good contact player. Mike, I mean... Mike and Chris, what do you think of Ahmed at I mean, at 22 years old, what is the future? Is he the future shortstop for this team? I think he might be.
1: Uh, Well, they better hope so because they've been banking on him for a while. And, I mean, this second-half performance, its it's been good. So, moving forward, I think, yeah, I mean, maybe – I mean, I, he's got to be the future shortstop. What I else mean, are they going to do?
2: I mean, with with Mets fans and me and my, Mike – Tom, you and other people who we know Mets fans, it's just hope year in and year out. It's never like okay, we know who we have. No, it's hope this, hope that. So yeah, we gotta hope that Ahmed Rosario is our shortstop of the future. I mean, he's sure looking like it this second half of the season. Tom, like you said, mm-hmm. he's been hitting, he's been making contact. He's shown a little power. We all knew that he was gonna have a good glove coming into this season. We all knew he was gonna be fast. Mm-hmm. So that, that that we're not worried about that. It was the hitting and the power. And all that kind of stuff, and he's been proved. He didn't show it in the second half. I think he batted what like two forty, or something like that, two thirty. Yeah. And now he's he rose that up to like two sixty something right now, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. So, I mean, I really hope he does pan out in the future because he was
0: the, he was at one point last year the number one ranked prospect. So. Oh, absolutely. Um, guys, you know we're sitting here and we're talking about the ground. We're talking about Zach Mueller, um, and we're talking about Ahmed Rosario. Dom Smith even hit a home run the other night. Dom Smith, his average is up to .220. That's when you know everyone's hitting. Dom Smith. Wow. Remem- I remember remember when Dom Smith hit cleanup one game?
1: I do. Yeah. When he had one RBI,
0: you know he's a big RBI guy. He had one yeah, RBI. One
1: big RBI guy. I might forget that Arizona game where he caught that ball first and went under the legs I don't and dropped it. About that, I, that was
0: that was bad. Was Was that at City Field? No, it was no, in Arizona. I, I might. Uh, it was the series that I was at. I don't think it was that specified game, but anyway, uh, yeah. And then you know, Jeff McNeil being promoted through 48 games as a Met, Jeff McNeil is hitting three forty five. He looks legit. Love it. I love McNeil. I mean, there wasn't
2: any buzz around him coming into the season. He wasn't on our top 30 list at all. Mm-hmm. But this guy's—he blew—he blew the doors off in uh, double and triple A this year, hitting over 300 in both of them, mm-hmm. and he was definitely deserved the promotion to the big leagues. And he's proven himself right now at the major league level. I mean, yes. during back in like May when I had, um, I'll also even say back in June when I had all oh, lost hope for the Mets this season, I knew we weren't going to make it pat- at that point. Yeah. So I look at free agents. I'm like, oh, who can we sign? Who can we sign? I wasn't really liking it. I mean, we saw. I mean, we all know Manny Machado is going to be out there, so I mean, we can we can hope for the Machado, but Jeff McNeil has been playing phenomenal baseball the second half of the season, and he's gonna, he should be the sec, he should be the starting second baseman next year, along with uh, Peter Alonso at first, and Rosario uh, at short. Wasario Short and, and some someone at third, probably Todd Frazier. Yeah,
1: you got him under contract for another year. Yeah, I mean, you,
2: you might as Ma- well. Cro-
0: fingers crossed for Manny Machado. Look, I, I oh, don't. Stop it. <laughs> I don't. I'm not against Todd Frazier starting at third next year, as long as everybody else is hitting in yeah. that in that infield. So that Frazier, you know, you're gonna get somewhere between two ten and two fifty for for Todd Frazier. I think every Met fan knows that. Uh, but Frazier, you know, he's been hitting well as of late. I remember when Frazier was pissed at himself, you know, he gets on himself a lot. Like, let's be realistic here. He's not a great major league hitter, but he's not an awful hitter either. He has a decent swing. It's just a lot of—a big part of it was luck back in July, to be completely honest. I mean, he just was not lucky um, with a lot of the um, contact he was making off the bat. But the other night, he hits a home run. Michael Conforto hits a home run. Him and Conforto went back-to-back in the ninth inning. That was a ninth inning comeback for this Mets team.
1: Yeah, it's come forward to the tie, Frazier to win. It was awesome. And
0: don't forget, Steven Matz hit a home run that night.
1: Two-run shot. That was a good game. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't think that. That was definitely not his first career home run. He, he no, hit, he hit a, yeah. He's hit at least one other. Um, but, yeah, that was very interesting. And then Vargas. Huh, Vargas. Six innings pitched, two runs, three hits. Vargas. It's how? Un- unbelievable. Jason Vargas this was in game 2 of the Thursday doubleheader. I put a little smiley face on the script. Then the fact that Jason Vargas has gotten his ERA down to 6.47. Yes. Let's get let's get the parade going now. Yeah. Let's get some balloons. Get the confetti. Yeah, you know. I think My but gosh. in all seriousness here, is Vargas auditioning for a spot in the rotation next season cuz this last month is is pivotal, imperative that Vargas pitches well and since starting off two and eight, he's now six and nine. He's delivered. He yeah, to, yeah. to, to an extent.
2: He has yes, to an extent he has. I mean, that fifth spot's definitely open for next year and we already know that DeGrom, uh, Syndergaard, Wheeler and Matt's all have spots. Right. So that last spot's open, whether it be Vargas, whether it be we go out and sign someone, whether it be Justin Dunn in uh triple A right now, mm. whether it be him or um Who's the other pitcher we have down there? Anthony K. I don't know, but, yeah, yeah, but it's,
1: it's going to be Vargas. They have, they have to pay him next year. Oh, yeah, we well, sent him the
3: two years. Oh. It's imp- no, they didn't sign him on a two-year. I think they it, sent him on a one year. No, it yeah, was no, two- I thought it was two because they got a little deal him, on it. Especially you know, because of the up. fact that he's not a young pitcher. He had a terrible year. He's 36 years old. This could not only be imperative for uh, his career as a Met, but just in general his career overall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did awful this year he after did. coming off an 18-10 and 10 season.
2: Yeah, he's on the contract for next year. So,
1: yeah. Oh,
0: he is? Okay. Of course. So, you know what? We Var- got him.
1: he be the as, fifth starter. As
0: Mike Dawes referred to uh, a few weeks ago on the show, these two-year Band-Aid players the yeah. Mets like to sign. Vargas, Fraser.
1: It's because they got him for slightly cheaper. Right. like Just like Bruce, three years, and 39. And you're
0: saving money as an organization, and that's exactly. what the Mets tend to do. Uh, anyway, uh, the big news, David Wright uh, comes out yesterday, officially announces that his last start as a Met Will be on September 29th, and he requested to start this game with Jose Reyes on the left side of the infield. That request was approved, uh, and Wright will retire at the end of the season. What are your thoughts on David Wright? And I want to hear from you guys. Your crying. You're crying. Your best, You're crying. Your, your best memory of David Wright. Oh, for <laughs> me, it's... I got I to wipe my
2: tears. It's so. the... Uh,
1: it's it's later than you'd think, but 2015 when he hit that home run in the World Series, and the place was rocking for the captain. That was the Mets. That was the Mets' chance to get him a ring. They didn't do it. I might have cried, yeah. but I mean that home run. That place was going crazy. Joe Buck had a good call, which helps out the play. And it was that's the David Wright moment. I think of first, but there's so many.
2: I mean, yeah, I think of uh, that one in particular as well. I mean, there's two that come to mind, and I'm pretty sure they, Mike, you thought of them well, as well. When uh, David Wright made the diving one-handed catch, of
1: course, in San Diego.
2: Sandy, that was a beautiful. And his, when he returned, what was it in Philly or Philly when
1: he hit that thing to the moon, bro? Oh my When gosh. he returned,
2: he's, he's, he's can't come he back in that. 2015 and he Cheers. dominated Goosebumps. that home run. I was just like. He's back. He and he had a good second half of that. When he came he back did. he had a, he helped us. He but bad like two like ninety. I
1: will never forget that home run affair. And also in the Dodgers series in the DS, he had a huge two RBI single.
2: Oh, I mean you could just name list as Matt fans, you can just list all oh, the great David Wright moments in it. Definitely series.
1: glad to see Rice and Wright same side of the infield again.
0: Oh that yeah. was that takes me back.
1: W- what's Carl Stogato doing? Let's let's, get, <laughs> <Yeah>. let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. up too. Guys yeah.
0: we don't know any different and seeing David Wright on this Mets team. Yeah. This guy has yeah. not played a game in the last two years. And the fact that he's going to be playing a game again, these last two weeks for the Mets are kind of special. Uh, you know, in a time where things have not been going great for the organization with Sandy Alderson, Joannis yeah. uh, Cespedes and Jay Bruce being hurt majority of the season, David Wright coming off back, neck, and shoulder surgeries. You got to talk about that one barehanded catch that he made uh a couple of years back and um the home his first ever at the bat in an all-star game was a home run. Uh the walk-off against Mariano Rivera. Of course. That was huge, but I I'd, I'd have to agree with you, Mike, and the best moment of his career was hitting that home run in the World Series because, you know, when you're on a struggling franchise your whole career and, you know, you finally make it. David Wright, seven-time All-Star, uh, very sad to see Wright go, and this is uh, this is going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. Uh, you know, even but the Mets will get through it.
3: You know, Tom. Even as a Yankees fan, it's a little upsetting for me too because he will forever remain a New York legend, and that's how he will be remembered. He'll be one of the greatest of all time as a New Yorker. He'll be one of the greatest all-time for the Mets. And what's really sad about this entire thing is what he could have been. You hate to see when a guy is forced to retire because of injuries because that's why he was forced to retire, mm-hmm. not that he couldn't play at a high ability anymore. Injuries force him to retire, and it's and it's sad, yeah. especially when you see that. I mean, you saw that with Kobe. You've seen that with David Wright right now. It's it's just a sad day. Yeah, no, Kyle, you're absolutely right because
2: I was listening to Sports Radio Talk all day. I was listening to Han Humpty and Candy. uh I mean, um, Rothenberg, Humpty sure and Candy. Did it's not matter. But either way, I'm listening to ESPN Radio all day, and they were they were like, you know what? He hasn't he hasn't played a full season with the Mets since 2014. It was four years ago when he was 31 years old. I mean, who knows what? You're absolutely right. I mean, I think at the time when he was 31, he was considered for I pr- would say a Hall of Fame nominee if he continued well, with, with if he continued playing healthy. Yeah. League. Well, his
1: first 1500 at bats, he was on pace with like Joe DiMaggio's numbers. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, fell off, but his body betrayed him, and it's really sad when it happens because he seems like the only guy ever who is just just—he's dying to play for the Mets. Like, when has anyone ever said, I really need to play for this team? Jose I've never Reyes, seen
0: that. Yeah, it's—it's—it's. was it. Yeah, well, <laughs>
1: it's just, it's, it's, uh, it'll be sad to
0: see. Do you think that part of the reason why Jose Reyes has been kept on this team through all this time is because of of a potential David Wright return and one last hurrah? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Because he's stunk. I mean, you mean to tell me yeah, that he's
2: no cheap. one— uh, it's cheap, yeah, but You don't mean to tell me that Gavin Chichini can't be doing the same thing as he can. I mean, um, I get it. He has a switch hitter value in there, and he's a little, he's still fast.
1: But I think keeping him for that would be pretty crazy, even for the Mets, for a possible David Wright return and for a possible infield slot together. But you know, I don't know. I
2: mean, look, they're both going to walk off. The f- they're all they're both going to walk off the field together at the at the end of the season. So. Yeah. And Tom, you mentioned it before during uh before we started David Wright's number getting retired. I mean, I agree with you on the one point where I think that Keith Hernandez's number also needs to be retired, but
0: I mean I don't see it I don't see them not retiring David Wright's number. I really don't. I'm reading through some of the Facebook comments now. Sad to see Wright retire, he will be missed. Yeah, no. Uh John Unterweger, I definitely agree with you on that. Uh Commenting all the way from Oklahoma, um, you know, I do think that David Wright is Mr. Met at the end of the day. Nice. Um, number five should be retired at some point. But, yeah, you know, you still got to worry about guys like maybe Dow Strawberry. Uh, Keith. Keith, for sure. I think those are two
2: guys. I mean, you can't really give Doc... I, mean, you, I, don't, I, don't I would say time, you can, but I don't think you can't at the time. I would say Keith has
1: got to be the number one contender for next number, I would think. Yeah,
2: I, but I feel like at this point, if they haven't retired at this point, it's, it's not just gonna not going to happen. Maybe they're
1: waiting for like an
4: 86
2: reunion, they for, but they they've like been Fernando waiting a while. They Fernando Tatis number 17. I mean, he was the last
1: person to write <laughs> so Nikes, don't remind me now. I you, like Fernando Tatis. He was good for the category. In all seriousness,
0: David Wright, thank you. Yes
1: couldn't be more classy of a person
0: thank you david wright uh he gets to spend more time with his daughters his daughters get to see him play which is really cool yeah um, that
1: that uh presser he had was was pretty sad i couldn't go yeah. could not watch it the i, I
0: watched it numerous times it, it, it was it was heartbreaking yeah um a little emotional especially for him uh but this organization will always have his back uh everybody in baseball will always have his back he was a great guy um but moving on here, the Mets open up a three-game set with the Sox tonight out in Fenway. Noah Syndergaard will be pitching for the Mets. Saturday, there is no starter to be named. That might be a potential Corey Oswalt start. Yeah,
1: I saw um, Oswalt was slotted.
0: Yeah. They must have changed that within the last hour or yeah. so. Um, and then Sunday will be DeGrom versus Chris Sale. Wow. That's great. That's, that's great. A great pitching matchup. Fun fact. Ooh couple ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, two back-to-back fun facts don't look at your script by the way um jacob de and chris sale are the only two pitchers in baseball with an era below two wow. Degrom is at 1.71 chris sale is 25 points higher at 1.96 so you're saying it's gonna be a good game well chris sale is 12 and four Degrom is 8 and 9 it goes to show you records don't mean much in this pitching matchup this is going to be an excellent game I want to see DeGrom against the Red Sox lineup. You know, and I hate to say it tonight, send the guard, might get torched. I mean, you got J.D. Martinez, who's hitting 330, 41 home runs, 122 ribbies, on the verge of a global triple crown. Hands down, he'll get the AL MVP, I
1: think. Mookie Betts yeah. is hitting 340. Yeah, but J.D. has everything better, so I agree with you with that he'll yeah. get the MVP. Yeah. Um, and then another fun
0: fact here, guys. Yes. DeGrom hit one <laughs> collegiate home run off of Chris Sale. Wow. That, wow. that That's was the fun most fun I've ever had. That's a That's fun, that, that is fact. a fun fact. You know what? Fact. I had a lot of fun with that fact. That, that, was, was, that was a good one. That was really good. Not too much now. <laughs> not, no, not too much now. On that note, we're going to step aside for a quick break, uh, and we are going to talk about the Yankees and Breeze through our MLB playoff projections You're listening to Review and Preview here on mywcwpsports.org. Thank you, David Wright. Welcome back to Review and Preview, folks. I am your host, Tom Scavetta. joined alongside Kyle Russo playing the tunes, Mike Dawes, and Chris Klemiszewski. Chris, you are uh, about to embark on a Two hundred and six mile trip tomorrow morning.
2: Oh, it's not gonna be fun. But you know what? I gotta do it. That's why they pay me the big bucks here at
0: WCWP. So Do they? No. <laughs> they pay me in t shirts though. I get a cool t shirt. So. On it's that bad. note, um you can listen to us live tonight on mywcwp.org or WCWP Sports dot org. Call in five one six two nine nine two zero three zero. We are scheduling one caller later with our co-host James Montefusco let's get to the Yankees um, they are 90 and 56 they really struggled this past week um, they are 10 and a half games back of the Red Sox and Kyle this is a sign of concern for sure
3: yeah Tom it's, um, it's just it's just really depressing you know, from where this team stood off, you know, possibly becoming one of the first teams ever to uh, hit more than 264 home runs. Uh, Seattle, back in 97, was the first team to ever do that. We thought this team was very capable of doing it. They've been stricken by injury all year long, whether it was Judge, Sanchez, D.D. Torres. You had pitchers down. Then after the all-star break, it just, it just seemed like nobody could uh, pitch the ball. Severino, again, every week I'm saying this. Went from a Cy Young candidate to absolute garbage. Worst pitcher in the league since All-Star break. CeCe got hurt a little bit. Tanaka has been okay. What's Severino's ERA?
0: Like eight? Since, since the All-Star break? break?
3: It's got to be. It's got to be. I'll it's, look it it's, up. It's
0: awful. I think it's over 7-5. It's, it's just awful, Tom. But Kyle, as you were about to say, Hap uh, is undefeated as a Yankee.
3: Only bright spot. Only reason why we're still in this right now and not already locked up to go to Oakland.
0: Yeah. Um, Look, it's been a combination of things. The starting pitching, the bullpen, the hitting has been really hit or miss. Uh, The Yankees are uh, probably not going to break the home run record for home runs as a team in a season. They are currently, the number to beat is 264 by the Mariners set back in 97. The Yankees are at 234 with less than 20 games to go. So they need to hit Two home runs. 31 home runs that ain't in these last 16 games. That's not happening. That would be aggressive. It's yeah. home runs. Well, they only hit six home runs this week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, it's really a shame. You know, Judge has been activated off the disabled list, which is excellent news for Yankee fans, but has not swung he yet. will not be hitting. He hmm. will be serving as a pinch runner and or defensive replacement. Thoughts, Kyle? It hey, really, Chris, we were talking about it last week when
3: uh, you were talking about the value of Judge to the team. Not that you were questioning it, mm-hmm. but how you are talking about the 1-9 through nine lineup in the beginning. The fact that they're using Judge to pinch run just shows you how valuable this guy is to the team. I mean, you've got to remember, this guy is 270 pounds and 6'7". He's pinch running the bases. That's how valuable he
0: is to this team. Yeah, no, he he definitely is a a valuable asset. Um, And there's news that there may be more help on the way. Uh Araldis Chapman may be back next week.
3: Oh, please, man. This bullpen is in shambles. Please. you has got to give us something.
0: The Yankees are starting to get healthier, and hopefully, uh, for their sake, it's at the right time, and the Yankee game actually just underway a few minutes ago. I think they might have scored
1: already. Yeah, it's 2-0 bottom one.
0: They're up 2-0 yeah, against the Blue Jays. Uh, Didi Gregorius uh, just had an RBI ground out to score Giancarlo Stanton. Um, so good news if you're a Yankee fan. As I mentioned, the Yankees are just a game and a half ahead of the Athletics. Last week, they we were concerned about their series against the Mariners. They took two out of three, but then they lose two out of three against the Twins. The Twins! I repeat.
1: Baseball is impossible to predict. Look,
0: Hap throws a gem on Monday, scoreless outing over six innings. He's on the feet as a Yankee. That's great. But Wednesday night, I mean, Kyle, Severino loses eighth game of the season. But, I mean, it wasn't a bad start. He gave up a run in four hits, I think, over five and a third. Greg Bird got the first hit of the game. On an eighth inning RBI. Greg Bird. It's not good. He's hitting on their 200. It's There's not good. two starters hitting on their 200. I know you can't stand Greg Bird. No, I hate Greg Bird. The bird, bird is not
3: the word. <laughs> I, the bird. That was good. The bird is not the word, Tom. The bird is not the word. I was a huge fan in Tyler Austin, and I thought they were grooming him to potentially relieve Greg Bird of his first baseman duties, Agreed. but obviously not. You know, Cashman still had belief that, uh, and hope that. Greg Bird would come back, be healthy and hit at a high level and you know it's just not happening. And it's and he's been right. very bad.
0: Well, labor Gle- 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 Torres just scored Hicks on an RBI single, so Torres puts the Yankees up 3-0. He's been a good spot this year for the Yanks. Him and Duhar have been two outstanding rookies and Duhar should easily get AL rookie of the year. Yep. He's hitting just under 300. Um but this is definitely a concern because Greg Bird prevented a no-hitter on Wednesday in the eighth inning. Um, and Duhar has been stroking the bat well all season. He has 65 games with an extra base hit. Another kind of kind of fun. I had fun. Not so I fun. I love stats. Uh, if you want to really dig into, into the statistical works of things and who starts the wild card game, you know, last week we were talking could it be Tanaka? Could it be Hap? Could it be CeCe? I still start Tanaka because he looked good in his one start this week. I think it was, I want to say it was Sunday. Uh, he looked strong. I'm not sure who, who's uh, pitching tonight. I think it's it might Tanaka. be T- Tanaka tonight. Tanaka. Yeah, He is due Sunday to Friday. That's five days. Um, speaking of tonight, it will be Tanaka. Tomorrow will be CC. Sunday will be Lance Lynn. And Lynn looked good last weekend as well. Lynn is just 9 and 10, but... Uh, since being acquired by the Yankees, he's been pretty consistent. He's been decent. He's been all right. All right, all right. I just did the math on what uh, Severino's ERA is oh since, uh, since the
2: since the All Star break. You could have looked it up online. Dude. I did. It didn't give me anything. It just gave you went into
1: an ERA formula and did it. Himself. No,
2: that was that was different things I had to do for it. But he is rocking <laughs> a seven point seven ERA. Rocking. Wow. I said
1: seven point five.
2: Rocking. Wow. What? 7.7 William. ERA since the All-Star break.
1: Is that good? Not good? Is that good? It's <laughs> not good. Not good.
2: Not That's good. And, Kyle, like you said, this guy was an All-Star candidate. I mean, uh, Cy, Cy Young, Young, Young candidate, Cy first Young. half of the season. I really thought he was going to win the Cy Young the way he was pitching. I don't know what it is. I really don't know what this is. He's got some kind of black cloud over him this second half. This I mean, is, this is really on, funny. Maybe?
0: This is really funny. Not referring to <laughs> the Doug Funny cartoon. Yeah, there you go. No. <laughs> Listen.
2: That's bad.
3: Whatever, man. The Yankees are in a bad situation right now, and Real I'm not going to lie about it. Real I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. I'm going <laughs> to say, I'm going to tell it how it is. They're in a bad situation right now. And you know what? At this point, you know, Judge is just now getting taken off the DL, and he still hasn't swung the bat yet. When is he going to come back? With five games left? And yeah, then they're going to wind probably. up being stuck in Oakland. It's so, concerning. I mean, at that
1: point. It, yeah, it's looking like he'll be in Oakland. Well, I mean, you know, he's still the lead, but. If well, it keeps pace. Is it, Oakland happened? is like 8-1 last Yeah, in yeah the I was going to say, nine. if it keeps pacing out this way. Um, guys, so
0: other things to note as we will transition away from the Yankees. I, I still do think um, they will be in the wild card game. I'm not sure if they're going to host it now, though. Yeah. Um, speaking of wild card stuff, Tampa Bay has surpassed uh, Seattle in the wild card rankings. Tampa Bay is now 15 games over 500 at 80-65. and 65. Where has this come from? Uh, I think Blake Snell has been the best American League pitcher since the All Star break. He yeah. he now leads the American League with 19 wins. Blake Snell. Wow, Chris. I mean, Mike was telling me
2: before his numbers are fantastic, and he might win the Cy Young in the AL. I, I think mean, he
1: will because of the sale DL stints.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, you have. I mean, Verlander's been pitching great. Oh yeah, Verlander. He's, he's great, and Sale, like you Mike, like you said, Sale's been pitching phenomenal, but Blake's not, I mean, this is a team that virtually, at the beginning, oh, excuse, oh, excuse me, <coughs> oh, I'm dying over here talk about Blake Snell. Um, Jeez, that but, was tough.
0: But Rough sequence of events, folks.
2: Tampa Bay Rays, virtually at the beginning of the season had no chance of making the playoffs. No one even... Gave me put him in the conversation. Now I mean they're still what like eight games out of the wild card, but I mean they're hot right now. It could be it could be possible they can
0: somehow sneak into the playoffs. Look, look at on this team. No one. No, G- one. Yeah, I just G Man Choi. No. Malik Smith, Joey Wendell, Tom see, Tommy Pham.
1: See, I did. Malik Smith and Tommy Pham are absolute studs.
0: Brandon Lowe. But yeah, Brandon Lowe. By the guys. way, Snell pitched last night. Fantastic. Here's a stat line. Seven innings, one run, one
1: hit. He had a no hitter through six until Jose Ramirez hit once at the moment. That was the only hit he yeah. gave
0: up the whole game, and then he had nine Ks. Look, this team it's is unbelievable against the Indians. Yeah, <laughs> for
2: the, I mean, this team is clearly not winning now. They only have two real starting pitchers in their rotation. Right,
1: he, he just said they might get a wild card spot.
2: But I mean, look, I, I well, mean, it's not crazy to think that the way they're playing. No, it's crazy. It's, it's, games, it's so. you're crazy.
0: Is uh, Bauer? I mean. You really? Uh, I'm sorry, wrong Jake? team. Oh. <laughs> um, just talking about the Cleveland Indians. Tampa Bay just took two out of three from the Indians, so that's impressive in its own right. Um, I forgot. There's one. There's one good pitcher that Tampa Bay is missing right now. I feel like besides, I mean, they got rid of Chris Archer. That's that's that's, that's who it was. Yeah, uh, he he was okay. Oh, no, they, a lot
1: of strikeouts. He, that's he, it.
2: The race straight robbed. The Pirates in that yeah, trade. I agree. They got... Glasnow. Glasnow. Can't remember the other guy, but... The outfielder. Why can't I... Austin Meadows. Austin Meadows. Yeah. Austin Meadows. And they got Shane Baz. Shane yeah, Baz is a phenomenal did. prospect. And also, I mean,
1: Dad. they just they just took Tommy Pham from the Cardinals for, like, yeah. nothing. Yeah, that that was that's a steal. unbelievable. I couldn't that's believe they let him go. Yeah, so... He is really good. He almost won the MVP last year.
5: Yeah.
2: So, look, it's this team isn't set up for this year, but next year they can get
1: more arms in their rotation have,
2: they'll have have a rotation of Snell, Glasnow, they have Brett Honeywell coming up. Brendan McKay going to come up as well, probably, most likely. Oh yeah, that so, was
1: one of their top picks.
2: They, yeah. they have two guys right now that, those are the one two right in their rotation. But
1: they Kevin Cash loves his opener starter where he goes in an inning or two. So like yeah, Keller, I mean, three team race in the AL East next year. It's I, looking I like think that, so. right? I hope now. not. So. <laughs> yeah, I
3: mean, you, you know. <laughs> but, I hope not. Um, Boston's enough for me right now. Well, Boston
0: <laughs> was the first team to clinch a playoff berth on Tuesday night. They have clinched. Um, they are closing in on 100 wins. Uh, they've been incredible. I thought they already have 100. I, I th- actually, you might be right. Yeah, right. they have 101. They have 101. That's unbelievable. They were the first team to surpass the 100 win total this year. Wow. Um, not sure if the Yankees will get there. Most likely not. It'll be close. Uh, my original prediction was 93 and 69. They'll, they'll win more than 93, but uh, yeah. I don't think I'll be too far off. Probably wins around 97, 98 maybe at this rate. Uh, but anyway, uh, the Yanks,
3: dot, up, oh, Yanks up 5 0.
0: They are first right now. Ooh. Steamy. Uh, yeah. Luke, Luke Voigt just had a two-run double. He's so great. Yeah, he's been, yeah. He's been good. Um, he has been playing good. But over to the National League side now, I mean, really, it's between the NL Central and the NL West. You know it's going to be the Braves out of the East. Uh, it's looking more and more like Colorado may uh, sneak out of the NL West on top, and then the Dodgers are just a game and a half back of them. And then and then the D-backs are starting to fall off. They've lost yeah. five of their last seven. They're just 77-70 and 70 now. Uh you know, Chris was – I forget who it was. It was you or Chris just said the Diamondbacks, they are they were holding their own for a while. A, they were holding their own a lot longer than we thought they would. But now they're starting to fall off the map a little here.
1: Yeah, the, the Rockies just have a lot of better players, and they're just, you know, they're holding up better.
0: I just think that A.J. Pollock injury I that really hurt them because he has that not been the same player since going down. You know, David yeah. Peralta, those
1: guys, they, they can
3: only do so much. Didn't he win player of the month in like the first month Pollock, of the season? yes. Yeah, it yeah, it Pollock. was Pollock and um, Didi. Didi. Yeah, so oh, well, Didi's
1: first month was crazy. It, it yeah. was nuts.
0: Um, but, yeah, so and we'll see. The Cardinals are impressive. Milwaukee and Chicago, three teams in the Central, three teams in the West. We'll see what happens. On that note, that'll do it for baseball. When we come back, we will talk some NFL football. We'll review week one and this past Thursday night football game. You're listening to Review and Preview here on WCWPSports.org. This is Review and Preview on WCWPSports.org. Good evening and welcome back to Review and Preview, folks. I am your host, Tom Scavetta. joined alongside Mike Dawes, Chris Klimaszewski, and... Kyle Russo, harder than ever.
3: Yep. I, I messed up
0: on that one. I messed, I had the <laughs> song looked right,
4: up Kyle. and everything.
0: Now let's get some NFL football. We're going to talk a few things here. A couple of injuries just in. Um, Joe Mixon, Cincinnati Bengals running back. The Bengals did beat the Ravens last night, 34-23. Bengals are the first team to win two games this season. They are 2-0. Uh, Joe Mixon will undergo a scope on his knee, so arthroscopic surgery on his knee. Kyle, you're saying Mixon may miss about two weeks. About two weeks. So that sounds about right, and Giovanni Bernard will have to pick up the slack. Um, but they are 2 oh Josh Shitton, the Miami Dolphins offensive lineman, is now out for the season, out for the count. That's big. Big. And the Dolphins are playing the Jets this weekend, so you guys may uh, get to a little excited about, you know, McClendon yeah. and Williams, they may get some uh, pressure up front. Damn straight. Damn straight you are, Chris. That's all I gotta (laughs) say
2: about the Jets because I'm still in, still hype mode. Yeah, Yeah, glee mode. We're getting there. We're getting that the Jets
0: played that good. You're rocking your green
1: plain tee tonight. I am looking terrible. (laughs) Plain (laughs) green. Plain green tees. Yeah, there you go. I got it. Um, Because the band.
2: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm the opposite type of Jeff. I'm not, you know, I'm not like going to the moon like he is. Right, uh, you're, you're know, not too uh, optimistic no, about it. It's a week one, one it's, you know. It's, it's one game. No, right? I understand that Ryan Fitzpatrick that as well. beat the Saints on Sunday.
2: No, I understand. I'm at that one, but I was just like, I, you haven't seen the the Jets play this good in a long time. So, like, that's what I'm more. Like I'm realistic. I'm not like I'm not saying hey, we're going to go out and beat uh the Saints the the Patriots tw- sweep the Patriots this yeah, year. Yeah,
1: I'm also realistic. I bought AFC Championship game tickets, not Super Bowl tickets.
2: That we that is oh, That's the rough. most realistic yeah. thing ever. No, but like the Jets they look good. I mean, no, was a good game. Mike, when when, when, was the, when was the last time we've seen the Jets play that good?
1: Uh 2010.
2: Yeah, exactly. So it's been it's been 8 years. So let me
0: bask in the moment still. Right. Yeah, well Well
1: yeah. no, I I don't like that cuz they're just they're not going to win 48-17 every week, in case no. you didn't notice. I mean, we're we're not?
0: Part of it was a defensive touchdown and a special teams touchdown, which we'll get to them in a few minutes. Uh, other injuries, Ben Roethlisberger is questionable this week Always against Kansas City. This is. Uh, that's why you avoid him in fantasy every year. Marcus Peters got fined 13000 for the a Lynch. touchdown Doing celebration. The Lynch. Worth it. It was so cool. <laughs> that's, um, worth, that's, so worth that's worth 13. Ba- <laughs> so basically what happened was um, Marcus Peters paid tribute to Marshawn Lynch during his <laughs> backward dive into the end zone on a pick six in Monday night's victory over the Raiders. Uh, the Rams corner must now pay out of his pocket. Um, NFL insider Ian Rapoport said he was fined 13000 for grabbing his crotch. During the nice. touchdown celebration, <laughs> classic. Um, yeah, you know it's Peter's re- response to ESPN's Lindsay Thurie. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of money, but it was worth it. That is definitely. The that's awesome. response. Ever. That's
3: awesome. That's the best response. That was
0: a hundred. Honestly, if I was a pro player like that, I'd be like,
2: same, same damn Like,
0: just oh, take it yeah. out. It's fine. Also, other players find the uh, Marcus Lawrence of the Cowboys, and also another Ram, Aaron Donald were fined 20000 each for their fouls on the hits of quarterbacks. And then Bengals' safety, Sean Williams, who was, who was ejected in Week 1, over 10000 for his hit on Andrew Luck. You know, you're talking about all these defensive players now with the new helmet rule against quarterbacks. Is there a way, to, you know, to tackle a quarterback? I mean, you know, you, you can't because, hold on, the Colts-Bengals game. Somebody got ejected. Yeah, Sean, Sean Williams, Williams got ejected. Did get ejected? Yeah, right, that was, that was a bad Luck, hit. Though. But that was a bad hit. A- it was. Andy Dalton wasn't getting the same calls. The the Colts were dinging him too. They were dinging him up. And yeah. Dalton was not given that same courtesy as Andrew Luck. I think the difference was he was already Luck was basically
3: already on the ground, and Sean Williams came diving at him head first. I think it was a helmet on helmet type of contact.
0: Right. And Luck wound up slamming his head into the ground. And then um, Sean Williams' backup returned the fumble. For the game-winning touchdown, I can't even pronounce his last name. Number forty-two.
3: Yeah, Yeah,
1: I love him because he cashed in my bet. So don't know his name, but good for him.
0: Fegidellum, something like that. Sure.
3: Oh, another thing, Tom. Before we start getting into the real grit and grind of football, real quick, another fine that just came up. I saw today. Eric Flowers and (laughs) Ngakwe. (laughs) Eric Flowers got fined uh, ten plus thousand dollars for kicking. For kicking, and uh, Ngakwe got uh, fined for face mask. Ten grand. It's just, you know.
0: Eric Flowers is the worst player in football. <laughs> yes, he stinks. There Honestly, when I was watching a game. He is out of shape. He's, he's just He does not bad. give
1: effort, Mike. Yeah. He's I mean, bad. Uh, he's a flower. It was just so funny. The first two plays, he got flagged. That was the greatest to. I hope just... the
0: Giants start Riley Dixon at right tackle on Sunday. Just to slap flowers in well, the face. I was because uh, um, at least Dixon yeah. won't trip people. You know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> I was on the old internet, and apparently, uh, you don't have to guarantee contracts if you sign people week two, so they could just bring in any tackle they want, try them out, and Which get flowers. They out signed
0: of there. the guy. Um, they signed the massive tackle off the practice squad in a move that. Resulted in the release of practice squad linebacker Cal- Munson. Calvin Munson. Yeah, um, I want to. Tra- I think his name didn't is he, Brian. Didn't Munson start for you it's guys? Like, like, and it makes no it's sense. Like Brian Michael, look, it makes no sen- sense for us to cut Munson because yes, Chris, he did start last year. He's and, so smart. And um, I don't agree with the cutting of Munson. The Giants are really just doing everyone dirty who was part of the Reese era. Uh, You know, I wouldn't blame it on an undrafted rookie from San Diego State who played one season. Um,
3: The one thing that I don't get about this entire thing is that is Eric Flowers that much better than Chad Wheeler to start him over? I mean, like, I I said that wrong. Is Chad Wheeler (laughs) so bad that Eric Flowers got the starting right tackle job over him? I think it's just the money effect
2: at this point because what you're paying him... He was a first round draft pick too Yeah, too much, Chris. yeah, he gets
3: slotted for whatever yeah. picks. He's he, he got right. like a four and a half. I think he's getting paid. This and, yeah,
2: exactly. So you're gonna
3: let that Sunday and bench also,
1: but still, I mean, the yeah, whole. I know,
3: I know, I know, what you're saying. The though, whole team, yeah. fan base, even the team hates him.
1: <laughs> and you said uh, they don't like getting him from the receiver, but they they keep giving this guy chances. His, his name is. Um, he's still not officially on
0: the practice squad. It's like yet. Brian
3: Malik or Brian Michael. Uh it's 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 a weird way to spell his last
0: name, but yeah. Uh, the yeah, I can't find his name, but that he was from the he was from the Detroit Lions. Yep. Um, and let's get to some of those NFL games before we get to the Giants and the Jets. Miami surprisingly upset Tennessee twenty seven to twenty.
1: That was a gross game.
0: It was a gross game. Uh how do Four you give hours it? and delays. Twenty seven point yeah.
1: Yeah, the I game ended at eight o'clock, they kicked off at one.
0: Twenty seven points um for the Dolphins. I I mean, Mike, uh, I'll give I'll give you this game here. Uh Sweet. both teams scored seventeen points in the fourth quarter. This was a second half game. Obviously it was delayed multiple times. Uh Tannehill did not look bad, but Blaine Gabbert did. <laughs> um I'm trying to remember what happened to Mariota. Um I think he got hurt early on. Yeah. Uh, or they might have taken them out for in a because Mar- Mariota threw two picks early. He did in that game, and
1: they could not run the ball at all. Derrick no. Henry could not get started. Ten for twenty-six. Yeah, and if, and they got that crucial injury to Dwayne Walker that game. That was just nightmare. He's for done. The, He's done, done for, for the, the year. season. Mm-hmm. IR. Yeah.
0: So nightmare game for Tennessee. I'm guessing Luke Stocker is now the starting tight end for the Tennessee Titans moving forward. No idea who that is, but uh, which, yeah, probably. Miami had everything going for them. Frank Gore had 9 carries for 61 yards. Kenyon Drake, 14-48. of 48. Kenny Stills had 4 catches, one 2 touchdowns. Kenny Stills had a game. So, Mike, great game for Miami. They improved to 1-0. Uh, the Vikings beat the 49ers in an ugly game as well, where Jimmy Garoppolo threw 3 picks. They still had a chance to win it late, but he threw his 3rd pick to Harrison Smith to end the game. Kyle Russo... Well, what were your thoughts on this game and what do you think of the Minnesota Vikings debut of Kirk Cousins?
3: Uh, the debut was a little average in my opinion, you know, completing 20 of 36 passes, only 2, not even 250 yards, two touchdowns. It was just a little average. And you know, when you get paid all that money and yeah. have the weapons that he has, you know, you're kind of hoping for that showtime type of performance. But you know, they got the win. And then based on a uh, point of view and a uh, Garoppolo's perspective, you know, I'm not going to get mad at the guy. He played one of the best defenses in the NFL, if not the best. You know, three picks, of course, that's a lot. That probably costs you the game because you only lost 24-16. to 16. But, again, first game of the season, toughest defense in the league. And I, and Marquise Goodwin went down, too.
0: So that's your main receiver, that's too. That, that's very tough. Uh, yeah. But George Kittle looked good for San Francisco. Yes, he did. Um if you don't have him on your fantasy team, get him. Five catches, 90 yards. Oh, you guys can't get him because I have him. Oh, good one. <laughs> good one. Sorry, <laughs> right, I'm 1-0. Oh. <laughs> Burn. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, too many. I'm, to, I'm so fast, stressed uh, out. It's not even funny. So, but Adam Thielen continues to shine. Uh, Carry over from last season. He had six catches, 102 yards. Hopefully, he scores more touchdowns this season. Um, he had a lot of catches last year, but he didn't score many touchdowns. So... Yeah, Hopefully, I think uh, uh, Diggs
1: got the majority of the touchdowns yeah, between them for Diggs. sure.
0: Diggs did score a touchdown. Eason Rudolph. Sweet. Chris. I mean, they split a lot. Texans, New England. New England wins 27, 220. Uh, Gronkowski had a typical Gronk game. Yeah. Scored a touchdown. And Brady, the three touchdown passes. Rex Burkhead led them in rushing. But not talk shocked. about uh, not just Burkhead's impact, talk, talk about Philip Dorsett and the supporting cast of New England, how they helped. Uh, them win this game.
2: Look, I mean, you can... We've seen this year in and year out. You never... In, since Randy Moss, they've never really had a, like, number one wide receiver to throw to. I mean, Edelman's been great, and uh, Wes Walker was great when they had him. But you basically can throw in anyone there. Because look at Amendola. Amendola kind of resurrected his career a little bit coming yeah, to he did. coming to the Patriots. Chris Hogan, who played one year of football... Right, I think it was, yes. yeah, he yes. played one year of football and now is a decent slot guy in the n f l Monmouth guy, I think Monmouth, yes, and Penn State, he played lacrosse at Penn yeah, state, that's right. but you can basically throw in anyone into this wide receiver core if and that's this and that's just with the Patriots in general, you can basically have anyone come into this patriots team if you're if you're part of the Patriot way, then you can you can play, and Philip Dorset, like you said, has been playing a phenomenal role for the. I mean, he doesn't put up the numbers, but he'll he'll
0: help in other ways. Well, Dorsett on Sunday, seven catches, 66 yards, and one score. Um, Hogan actually just had one catch for 11 yards, so it's really an equal distribution of the ball yeah. for New England without Edelman right now. Uh, Gronk is obviously the number one guy on that offense. Yeah, I was going
1: to say, what allows them to just rotate is their just endless supply of catching backs out of the backfield and that too, probably yeah. the greatest tight end ever played Burke football. Head. White. Sony Michelle, even. When he comes
0: back, yeah. James
1: Devlin. Yeah, the fullback.
0: Didn't they just sign Corey Coleman?
4: Yep.
1: Well, yeah, because Jeremy Hill outfits. Jeremy Hill Yeah, Jeremy Hill But, uh, I mean, they have endless running backs who can catch the bowl, and, you know, like Gronkowski. And they usually have multiple tight ends.
0: This is going to go out to all of us here. Three of us in the studio picked the New Orleans Saints to win the Super Bowl. (laughs) New Orleans did not win this weekend. They lost to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, The teams that picked the Saints to win the Super Bowl. The people that picked the Saints during the Super Bowl were myself, Kyle Russo, and Chris. It's tough. Mike, you did not pick the Saints. You, yeah, p- you picked, picked the Falcons. You picked the Falcons over the Chargers. Hey, that's rough. except the Two Chargers. Two teams that lost. Oh, fr- <laughs> Chris, yeah, Mike, Kyle. What happened?
1: What? Ha- How does Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick just go off I know and throw four touchdowns? I know what happened. There was Fitz magic in the air, and that's what happened. He yeah, went off. No, I mean, yeah, like That was a terrible game. Um, I had the under, which was pretty funny because it almost immediately lost, and there was just no defense being played. Yeah, Mike bad. Evans went off. Every everybody went off. It was it was crazy. Everybody yeah, did go Mike kind of Mike just <laughs> summed it up. I mean, yeah. Drew Brees
3: and Mike Thomas. You know, they balled for my fantasy team this week. Very very happy with the production. Sixteen Drew catches. Drew Brees threw forty five passes, didn't complete eight of them. Threw for four hundred thirty nine yards with three touchdowns, no picks. Michael Thomas one hundred eighty yards. Kamara had three touchdowns in total. There was just no defense played. Yeah. and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh my goodness, oh my I don't, goodness. I don't even understand how do you that. Not, I don't even understand.
0: How do you not win this game uh, if you're the Saints? Thomas, sixteen on one eighty and a touchdown. Alvin Kamara, nine catches. This is a running sure. back. This is a running back. Nine catches, one hundred twelve yards and a touchdown. And you're at home. And he had he, Kamara had three touchdowns. He didn't run the ball great on the ground, but short yardage. Without Mark Ingram, are defenses stopping the Saints, what they did so successful offensively last year? Stuff, Kamara, focus on stopping the run and make Breeze beat which, as crazy as that sounds, make Breeze beat you?
1: I mean, if this Saints defense is going to be playing any type of like this, I mean, this... This, this is, is bad. bad. I think, they're, they're, obviously, their well, defense lost in the game.
0: Deshaun Jackson had a great game, too, by the way. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Even though I think he had a concussion or something, he he might not play in Week 2. Yeah,
1: and I yeah, believe... And uh, Vernon Hargraves is done for the season, too. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. And uh, I think big. Ted Ginn caught some touchdowns. So, it was Deshaun Jackson, Ted Ginn. I was wondering what year it was Ted watching Ginn that game. Ted Ginn caught a
0: touchdown for the Saints. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Jackson had two touchdowns, a 58-yarder, the Mike Evans... With the 50 yard Mike Evans has been great for a while now, and he's still fairly young. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he got the better around. of Marshawn Lattimore. He played play. with uh, Johnny Football at AM, so m Yeah. Um, but anyway, next game, uh, we'll skip over the Bengals over the Colts. We already spoke about that. The Chiefs over the Chargers. I, I think this was a good game. The Chiefs may have the best offense in football. Fastest, quietly, for sure. Uh, yeah. K- Cream Hunt, Tyreek Hill. Oh, oh, my oh, my gosh.
3: Three touchdowns in total, one off kick return, two reception. This guy is, this guy's incredible. He single-handedly carried the entire team. Yeah. Because the defense really, the defense was just okay. But, like, this Tyreek Hill. Yeah. This guy, this is what I was talking about when we were, when we were picking divisional things, Chris. And you were saying Kansas City in the fourth in the division. This guy, Tyreek Hill, this guy ran with Usain Bolt. This guy just single-handedly carried the team. With his speed, it's not even. He just outruns everybody on the football field. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Oh it. no, he catches. This 169. is sixty-nine. He's something Two else. Touchdown. And Mahomes got an arm. He ha- he yeah, he has an arm. Hmm. And then he's Hill. Hill.
0: Hill also returned the punt for a touchdown as well. Hill had a ninety-one yeah, yard early in the game. Hill had a ninety-one yard punt return for a touchdown. He had a fifty-eight yard touchdown reception. And an all-purpose yard. I, I'm pretty sure he had close to 300 all-purpose yards in this game. <laughs> and Travis
3: Kelsey crazy. had one catch for six yards. And,
0: and and what's crazy? Yeah, that. That's crazy. Pat Mahomes. Yeah. The guy who sat behind Alex Smith last year, which is probably the best thing that could have happened to him. Yeah. Comes in and throws four touchdowns. And Kareem Hunt was fairly quiet in this game. He didn't do much. He you didn't know? have to do much because That's of true. Pat Mahomes and that offensive line. Kansas City has a lot of big dogs, as Chris would say. Up front, and Pat Mahomes really showed good some good flashes. I really liked what he did Sunday. Uh, can Pat Mahomes lead this team to the playoffs this year? Is this is, is is this possible?
1: Yes. Yeah, I think they could. They're definitely a contender for that like first or second wild card spot. I do yeah. think even with the charge was lost, I would still think I'd still consider it's their division because yeah, of the f- talent. Is I mean Rivers
0: threw for four hundred. I mean Rivers yeah. is going to give you a good game. Uh, Melvin Gordon had over a hundred receiving yards,
1: and there was also no Joey Bosa in this
0: game. There was not Joey Bosa, so it's yeah, big. so
2: that's a big factor. And I mean, look, I'm still not a fan of Mahomes. He definitely proved me wrong. Week one, he had a fantastic game. Obviously, right? I still, not, I'm still not a fan of him. It was one game, like we all said, like we said when we talk about the Jets. So I got to see more out of this kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, absolutely. To, yeah. Make me uh, change my mind, but I mean, look—he had a phenomenal first game. But I mean, if he keeps playing like this, you guys are absolutely right. He, I think, he can lead them
0: to the playoffs. The Mets are currently leading the Red Sox four nothing in the top of the third. Jay Bruce just hit a three-run bomb. Nice. Did you book those World Series tickets yet, Mike?
1: <laughs> yes, of course.
0: <laughs> Pardon the interruption. Not, <laughs> we're, we're not referring to ESPN here, but uh, guys, <laughs> we're on a roll tonight. Let's get to the Redskins. Actually, before we get to the Redskins, the Chargers brought Gates back because Hunter Henry's done for the year. Yes. Yeah. It, it, looked, it was awesome seeing Love him that back. Love that move, by the way. Oh, it was great seeing It was him back. great. Glad he didn't retire. Um, skins, cards. As expected, the Redskins won this game. Alex Smith and his Redskin debut looked great. Alex Smith almost never turns the ball over. Chris Thompson had a day.
5: Yeah. Oh, my he goodness.
0: He is something else. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what do you think, is is Chris Thompson the number one option on this offense, as sad as that
1: is to say? Even though Adrian Peterson also had a good game, I do think it's Chris Thompson just because of the versatility. And, you know, fresher legs, he can stay on the field for more snaps, but I think think it's Chris Thompson with a mix of Adrian Peterson and... uh, I mean the Cardinals, they're they're terrible. I didn't I didn't see this bad of a performance coming.
0: They are bad. Sam Bradford, oh my goodness. I think his days as an NFL starting quarterback are near closed. I think uh, Josh Rosen may be starting sooner rather than later. Yeah,
1: like I you mean,
3: were saying, Mike. Only... I like the versatility that they use with Chris Thompson because when you look at Chris Thompson, he only had five rushing attempts as a running back. Adrian Peterson had twenty six yeah. rushing attempts. Yeah. So I think for back-wise, they're going to go heavy with Adrian Peterson because he's kind of that downhill type of running back, power back. I don't think Chris Thompson is physically Mm. built like that.
0: But the fact that they could have a versatile guy like that, especially when the offensive weaponry is low, it's definitely a good thing to have on their team. The Redskins have a lot of average skills players. If you go down the list at running back, it's Adrian Peterson and Chris Thompson. At tight end, Jordan Reed only because he gets hurt all the time. He can't stay on the field. And when then, healthy, top two tight ends. And then now, uh, since Vernon Davis is on the decline a little bit, yeah. those, those are their two tight ends. That's not a bad two tight end set to have at all. And then you look at the receivers. It's Crowder. It's Doxson. It's Paul Richardson. Those not are good. not bad skills players to have. Um, but Smith did fumble twice yeah. on Sunday. He did recover both his fumbles, but um, I think a little more chemistry with his offensive line, that'll, yeah. that'll get cleared up. I'm not really too concerned, but the Cardinals may be vying with the Bills for the number one pick this year in the 2019 <laughs> NFL draft. It's I think like the that. Cardinals will be the worst team in the NFC. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, you gotta see what John... I mean, I think Rosen will see him in a week or
1: two. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. And I think in the NFC, the Cowboys will give a run for their money for the worst team in the NFC. Well, That's let's get
0: theory. to Dallas. That's our next game. The Panthers and the um, Cowboys... Panthers uh, lose Greg Olson. It wouldn't be a Carolina Panthers season if Greg Olson doesn't get hurt.
1: It's like tradition, you know. It, it, it is true. <laughs> tra- I'm not sure they're
0: back I think it's Ed Dixon still, or Ooh, maybe see. that'd
1: be cool. I mean, he's he's all right, but
3: no, I don't think he's there anymore. the <laughs> no. I mean, Indiana guy. They drafted this year Ian Thomas. That's uh, the guy now. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You are right. And former New York Giant Chase Blackburn in his special teams coordinator debut for the carolina panthers even you jet fans gotta remember chase and his big interception off of tom brady in the super bowl yeah i remember that christian mccaffrey had a uh decent game as a dual threat he was the second leading rusher leading receiver cam newton and i mean he didn't really have a great game but he won the panthers the game
1: It was a typical, it was a nice game-manager type win, and he was great on the ground. He shook a couple Cowboy defenders.
0: Ezekiel Elliott was held to just 69 yards, and then Cole Beasley was your leading receiver, which is never good. So Dallas is not looking good. Uh, Lawrence with the fine, the injuries up and down through the lineup. Travis Frederick probably won't play. Uh, yeah, it's tough. I think it's rough. Um, oh, geez. So, somebody on the Dallas defense isn't going to play either. Randy huh? Gregory, I it think. Is,
1: yeah. he's He might face a, another lengthy suspension.
0: That's awful for them. Um, Denver surprisingly upsets Seattle. The Packers survived the Bears on Sunday Night Football, who have Khalil Mack. The Bears were leading um,
3: most of this game. That's going to be one of those games that you're going to watch on SportsCenter 20 years from
0: now. That was a. That was a legendary game. Khalil Mack scored a touchdown, didn't he? That's that's
1: a legendary game. Also, um, Deshaun Kaiser might be no—he's the worst player in the NFL behind Eric Flowers. Deshaun Kaiser, uh, he fumbled in the red zone and threw a gift pick six to Khalil Mack. I was so mad. Don't forget Nathan Peterman. Don't forget Nathan.
0: Aaron Rodgers came back into this game and won Green Bay the game, but Deshaun Kaiser—he should have stayed one more year. At Notre
2: Dame. Yeah, that was his big problem. I mean, I said that when he was coming out, but then I saw all the updates that he was going to be like projected top three rounds. I thought uh, Mike's going to bring this up any second. I know at I, I wanted the Jets to draft him at six? The, at the sixth pick at six. Um, thank what? God, thank Is God that they Jamal didn't. Adams. <laughs> thank God they yeah. did it. Look, I thought the way he played in college the year before, he played he played great football. He played He's such an idiot and. You give them a off, you give them a a decent Jets team like they had, and I thought they would have done I thought they would have done him justice, but clearly I would have no. been wrong. So thank yeah. God the Jets drafted uh, Jamal Adams instead. So not Jamal Adams. Um. Was it yeah. Leonard Williams? Leonard Williams. Adams. Yeah. You sure? No, no, it was Jamal Adams.
0: Yeah, Jam- that was 2016. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's it was Jamal Adams. Yeah. Rodgers lit it up when he came back in the game. Randall Cobb had an awesome game. He's the new. Uh, I mean. Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb are basically both Rodgers' number one receivers. I don't think there's one guy that you can say is the clear-cut number one. I think Devontae Adams is a better player at this point I agree. in his career. But uh, Allison came on and had a nice game. Uh, Ty Montgomery contributed. And Jimmy Graham didn't do much at tight end. But Geronimo Allison, um, third-year guy out of Illinois, um, I thought he had a good game. He scored a 39-yard touchdown as well. Uh, that helped Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay to the victory, which surprisingly, um, I really, really thought Chicago was going to win this game. Uh, But they did not. Uh, Monday night, uh, the Rams spoiled John Gruden's uh, resurrection in uh, Oakland. Uh, I feel like this might be a short-lived resurrection for John Gruden. Uh, You know, Khalil Mack clearly did not want to play for the Oakland Raiders, you can't put that on John Gruden when a player doesn't want to play yeah. for you. Uh, but yes, he, uh, he is the best defensive player in football. Of course. Um, <laughs> but the Rams didn't just win. They blew out the Oakland Raiders. This was not a good game. Derek Carr... Uh, well, this game three, was kind of deceiving. Three, three picks. It three. was
3: close up until like the last, very you know, close, yeah. seven minutes of the fourth quarter. It was really close, and then Derek Carr just threw that lob pass right into the. Yeah, uh, that was that was I terrible. Forgot. That was ter- that, that was, was all terrible. him. That was that had bad. nothing
1: to do with Gruden. And it was also very funny after the game. John Gruden was asked like, "Oh, what 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 happened?" He's like, "Well, we could use someone to get to the quarterback." And he I guess he didn't realize that's just, you know, they just traded someone who does that yeah. incredibly well. Oh my. And
0: you're looking at the Rams who they lost Tremaine Johnson in a free agency to the Jets in the off season, but they got Marcus Peters and they got a key to, to lead, you know? yep. And then this guy, uh uh Corey Littleton just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And leads the team in tackles and gets a pick off a car. Um you know, I thought the Rams played an excellent game defensively against the Raiders. Again, a roster that was kind of just slapped together. You know, Lynch is back. They went out and got Doug Martin, Jordy Nelson, Jared Cook had an excellent game. Uh, Just
3: re-signed Martavis Bryant back. They got Martavis
0: Bryant back. Uh, Seth Roberts. Amari Cooper had just one catch for nine yards. That can't happen, guys. They got to get Amari Cooper the ball. Last year, the problem was he dropped so many passes where Michael Crabtree became the number one receiver.
3: I think it's a trust thing at this point because he wasn't even targeted.
0: No, he wasn't, but... All game. That's he had three
3: targets all game.
0: That's a shame. Um, let's go over last night's game quick, and then we will take a break, and then get to our team of the week. Uh, the Bengals are two and zero. They beat the Ravens, thirty four to twenty three. Chris, what were your thoughts on this game, and how well AJ Green and Andy Dalton have been together since joining forces in the NFL?
2: Well, I mean, they've been great together. They're a solid one two combo to have. I mean. Dolan has underperformed, I think, the past couple of years, and ever since he de- uh, came into the league, he took the world by storm. I think it was a third round, fourth round pick, and he's pl- he's played great since then. And having AJ Green as your safety blanket definitely helps. And you- they saw it last night that they they're showing that hey, last couple of years have been a fluke year. We're back this year, and we're gonna we're trying to take uh, take over the north. Yeah. Um.
0: I do think that um, the the, the Joe Mixon injury may hurt them a little bit because now you're relying solely on Giovanni Bernard to carry the ball, which may put uh, Cincinnati as more of a passing team now, not just with Green, but Tyler Eifert's got to contribute a little more. um, John Ross got to step it up. Tyler Boyd had a good game. Um, You know, I thought he was good. Um, Yeah, Ross. Didn't Ross have a touchdown last week in Week 1? I mean... I think he did. Uh, I, I think uh, realistically, they played the better game because Balt, uh, Baltimore, again, uh, Flacco threw the ball way too many times. He threw the ball fifty-five times. That yep. is not a, a typical Joe Flacco game. Alex Collins needs to get the rock more. Yeah, um, he, he really does. Look, Ter- Terrell Suggs didn't do much either. He's up there in age. This is. A defense that is still good, but last night they did not look great. C.J. Mosley went down, too. That's huge. Yeah, that's going to hurt huge. them. Huge. Yep. One of their top dogs their in there, inside linebacker. Yeah. Um, huge. Yeah. it's Huge. On that note, we're going to step aside for a quick break. When we come back, we will have our team of the week and get to the Giants and the Jets. You're listening to Review and Preview here on WCWPSports.org. Welcome back to Review and Preview, folks. I am your host, Tom Scavetta, joined alongside Kyle Russo, Mike Dawes, and Chris Klemazewski. It is time for our Team of the Week segment. And I'll start off tonight. Um, I don't think I've started off ever. Ever. So, uh, you know, we'll try something new. I'm going to go Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, look, this is a team that people are like, they're going to be an average team. They'll be better than five and eleven, whatever they were last year. But a lot of people are writing them off. At times, AJ Green can be the best wide receiver in football. AJ Green had three touchdowns last night, and the Bengals have won two games in six days. Wow! Against the Colts, a team where all we heard in the Andrew Luck interv- post-game interview presser was, you know, we're going to get better. It was good to be back on the field. Uh, but then they come and beat the Ravens, a divisional game, a tough divisional game. Um, I think the Bengals. They were home for that game, but to go in and beat Indianapolis on the road and Andrew Luck's game back, first game back, was good. And then, you know, if you're looking at the Bengals' schedule, um, the next couple of weeks, I think it's favorable for them. Um,
3: Well, Carolina's going to be hard now that they don't have Joe Mixon.
0: Carolina will be a hard game next week at Carolina, but then they're at Atlanta. They're home against Miami, home against the Steelers at Kansas City, home against Tampa Bay. Um, all those divisional games are winnable. I mean, is Cleveland almost beat Pittsburgh. So yeah. I think Cincinnati can be a respectable team uh, deep in, deep into the season. I really do. So that's why they're my team of the week based off of this past week. There we go. Mike?
1: I'm going to go with the New York Jets. I mean, when you dominate like that with a rookie quarterback, especially after that first disaster, worst-case scenario, first play for Sam Darnold. <clears throat> and then, you know it had to start off that way. Though, I right? mean, when he threw that, I'm like, this nightmares. So I, I was like, is this Geno Smith? But I'm glad he bounced back the way he did. The defense was you know, phenomenal. All three phases were great. Great coaching by Todd Bowles that uh, Monday. That's why Team of the Week, because they were huge underdogs, and they beat up the Detroit Lions. All right, I'll go next.
2: I'll say, well, mine was the uh, Jets. Of course. But, I mean, Mike, yeah, you hit it all on why they should be the team of the week. I'm going to go with the Red Sox solely because they just became the the only team in baseball to have 100 wins. They've been playing phenomenal this whole season, phenomenal second half of the season, even though they are losing to the Mets right now. Let's go Mets. But, um, yeah, Red Sox, team of the week.
3: Tom, you took my team of the week, but I'm still going to go with them, and I'm going to add a little bit more to it. I really believe that in the division right now, how the the cluster that is the Pittsburgh Steelers, the dysfunction that is the Baltimore Ravens, and the up in the air that the Cleveland Browns are, I truly believe that this could be the year that the Cincinnati Bengals have a good chance of winning the division. And I truly believe that all those years holding them back were the Aggression and dirtiness of the two players that the Bengals two years ago. Perfect, perfect, and Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. And I, I truly believe that about that this could be their year. There's no dirty play. Well, maybe a little bit. Sean Williams, you know, got ejected. First person to get ejected this And Marvin Lewis on the hot seat. But, and Marvin Lewis is on the hot seat. I'm on a hot seat for like a decade. But it's like a pattern. Hey, Andy Dalton could go from one great season to a bad. This is looking like a good season right now for him. And AJ Green, the production that he's having, already had already has more touchdowns than Julio Jones did last year. So,
0: <laughs> so you know what? That's crazy. I like that one.
3: I'm liking. I'm really liking the Bengals this year. I'm really liking the Bengals in their division.
0: Okay, I respect that. You know, it makes sense to possibly think that way because Le'Veon Bell is still holding out. Yeah, and you don't know how long that's going to be, and the know, quarterback like, issue with uh, Baltimore. Yeah, and Roethlisberger being hurt, and of course. The Browns and their quarterback problem. So we got two Bengals, Jets, Sox, Red Sox. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. I think Clint wins on that one. Uh, the 100 wins is definitely a monumental uh, factor there. All right. So let's get to the New York Football Giants. All right, guys. I think we kind we kind of saw this loss coming. Uh, I think there was a chance to win this game, but there's also a good chance to lose it. Um, this was a tough game at home against Jacksonville, an elite de- an elite defense, I think the best in the NFL still, uh, two top five corners, but they only lost by five points. And if you take the two point conversion away, they lose by four. And if they make the two point conversion, they lose by three. So the Giants were there most of this game, where they could have just roll over, after going down 20 to 9, they continued to fight, and then Barkley broke out for a 68 yard touchdown run. And I think Barkley, besides that run, he struggled to find holes in the Jacksonville defense, but yeah. the way he can create and change direction and be patient, his hesitation is incredible.
3: What makes uh, him special?
0: You see his agility and what he's able to do.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right on that. I mean, other than that 68 yard run, he really didn't do anything the whole game. He didn't have a special game. I mean, it was a, a fantastic fantastic run, but other than that, he really didn't do anything. But you guys are hitting it on the head with the way he's able to make make a make himself like people miss. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know why I couldn't say that. But yeah, the way he ma- is able to make people miss, the way way he uh hits the hole and everything like he's going to be something special. Yeah. I don't think this is this it's just one game. You guys went up in, against elite defense like you guys said. So let that uh, just let that rest and go out and get the Giants, uh, the Cowboys this weekend. Kick their butt. Odell, fantastic game. Nothing else other than that. Just had a flat out 111. Odell yards.
0: had all ones, eleven catches, yeah, 11. 111 yards. Yeah, fantastic game by Odell. Odell had a great game. He was making some great catches, making people miss. Shepard had five catches, but he was kind of quiet. Ingram didn't do much. Ingram didn't do anything. He was he was supposed to do a little more, man. I mean, with those two top corners. You know, o- god, yeah. Odell put some work against Ramsey. That was great, man. Yeah, it was great to and see. And remember that play
3: where Saquon pushed in for the fir- uh, for the first down and like nailed Ramsey on the way in. Oh my god. It would have been so nice to get a win against him. Yeah. It would have been so nice.
0: Back to Barkley for a second though. Um he had the third most rushing yards in the league yeah. last week. I mean, he still quietly had 18 carries for 106 yards. Yeah which is still an excellent outing on paper. But, yeah, no, he definitely struggled to find holes at times with that offensive line up in front. And it all started on the first play of the season where Eric Flowers' lackluster effort, we mentioned first player in football. That is not an understatement. I will take Sean Kaiser over him any day. Um, And, basically, Eli Manning, if you look at his stat line, he was perfect completion percentage-wise. Up until towards the end of the first half, he was 12, yeah, 12 yeah, 14. 14. I, I think Shermer, the new offense, will fit him great, but his final stat line 23 of 37, 224 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. Uh, the pick six to Miles Jack. Um, but Flowers called for tripping on the first play of the season. Awful. And then he, holding, false start. I mean, yeah, Nate, Nate, Nate Solder and Will Hernandez had a little trouble at times. Hernandez gave up a sack, but first. NFL Flowers game. was just awful. Yeah. I mean, he's the worst part about this team.
1: He almost cost them two points. The whole thing was almost in the end zone.
0: Yeah. Uh, we do have a caller on the line. Caller, please state your name and where you are from.
4: I'm James um, from Huntington. James, how's it going? Great to have you. Good, good. Yourself, Tom?
0: Not too bad. We miss you here on the show tonight. Uh, we're glad quite, to you could call in, though. Kind of a last-second thing there. You couldn't make it, huh?
4: Yeah, I'm in a bocce league that uh, I had to be here tonight in order to contend for uh, some playoff position. So, uh, you know, got to get that W here. But uh, I, I just wanted to make a point on Flowers. I heard that phone call just, uh, well, what you said a few seconds ago with you guys. And uh, he is trash. Yeah. I'm just laying it out there. is he, the enemy of trash. I mean, you, you look at him sticking out his leg, like, what, what is he trying to do?
0: What were we saying? Uh Chad Chad Wheeler's starting by week four? Yeah. Week four, you we should start week two. I think the guy selling <laughs> peanuts
2: is uh gonna be uh starting for a right tackle for you guys.
4: <laughs> hey, um, and uh yeah. I'm actually here with Kyle as well, Earhart. He's also from Huntington. Okay. Uh Hi, Kyle. He, he he loves his boys, the Jets and he loves uh their quarterback, so
0: yeah, yeah. Darnold had a uh, great first game, I think. Well, b- b- besides the pick six, uh, you know, on the first play, he had a really strong outing and credit to the Jets. You know, Darnold made some good throws in that game, yeah. you know. There was some signs of inexperience, but um is is uh, Kyle with you there? Is he uh does he have anything to say about that game?
4: Uh, he was just very impressed with this guy. Yeah. That's about it. Um so other than that, yeah, I hate to cut this short, guys, but I gotta, I gotta go. So it was great talking to you, businessman. Yeah, James Montefusco, and, and uh, doing some I'll business. I'll see you guys next
0: week. Sounds good, James. Thank you very much.
4: All right.
0: No problem. And Kyle, there, there you go. That was James Montefusco calling in, a co-host of Review and Preview. Yeah, look, Chad, Chad Wheeler will be starting at some point this season. They brought in a big offensive tackle onto the practice squad. Uh, which in the uh, offsetting move, they released Calvin Munson, which made uh, zero zero sense. I understand why he didn't make the final 53-man roster. He kind of just got, like, got crowded in um, a swarm depth of linebackers. But Brian Mihalik was signed to the practice squad for Munson. And Munson's career stats for the Giants last year, he started a lot of games. And I thought he was one of the better linebackers on the team. This Mihaly guy is 6'9", 3'15". He appeared in 15 career games with the Lions with two starts, Um, seeing action at offensive tackle after being converted from defensive end his rookie year. Uh, Munson last year had 60 tackles in 14 games, six stuffs, two sacks, and one forced fumble. These are stats for a rookie, undrafted rookie linebacker. Why is he not on the team? Kyle? They're
3: trying to rid of everything, what did. What does Gettleman
0: do? I mean, some of these he's moves trying to rid are, of Boneheaded
2: moves—they make no sense. Yeah, but they'll keep. They're trying. They're trying to get rid of everyone from the McAdoo and the Reese era. But let's keep Eric Flowers. That makes sense. Well,
3: it he's on no the contract.
0: Sense. I mean, they like, have no ties to these other guys. My biggest, my two biggest concerns for the Giants right now: Eric Flowers on the right side of that offensive line. Omani wasn't bad. No, but you're going to see Red Ellison. The 12 personnel, they ha- Sherman needs to utilize that personnel against Dallas this week because it just was not good uh, that Ellison is going to have to help Flowers block on the right side of that line. You look at the pass rushers, Flowers has to go up over the next eight weeks. It's over. Demarcus Lawrence, J.J. Watt, Cameron Jordan. Wow. Brandon oh Graham God. twice, Ryan Kerrigan twice. You know they're lining up Khalil Mack against them. Khalil Mack against the not. Bears. Yeah, wow. Flowers will be a dead man walking by week four. Maybe sooner.
2: Eli Manning might be a dead man walking from getting hit so
0: much. That's that's, that's part of the problem as well.
1: Maybe uh, uh maybe his trip against Calais Campbell was. Uh, low-key evil genius.
0: Calais Campbell had a field day. I'm pretty sure he had a sack against Flowers. Um, yeah,
1: you know if JPP is healthy, they're going to line him up against him. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Against, against Tampa Bay. Um, looking forward God. to uh, playing against him in a couple weeks. Um, guys, my other concern about the Giants, before we get to the Jets here, is special teams. Uh, they got rid of a lot of special teamers, including Hunter Sharp, the return man, who I think they should have kept Yes, he fumbled the punt in preseason, but he also returned the punt for a touchdown. And you're going to go claim a guy who has no familiarity with the Giants except for Gettleman and Kalen Clay, who muffs the punt that loses them the game. If he makes that catch, the Giants have an opportunity to get their offense on the field and go down and win the game to a point where the Giants had majority of the momentum. Oh, absolutely. They just had the Barkley touchdown. They stopped
1: Jacksonville.
0: Yes, there's only 50 seconds left, but if you're Kaelin Clay... You have one job, yeah. to catch the ball.
1: And I hate you know second guessing, but you know Odell probably should have been on that punt return because Schirmer has said before he will use him in punt return situations like that. And then his first opportunity to do so, he's not in. So I was head scratcher. And of course he got asked a million times after the game. Why wasn't Odell in? Yeah. So I mean, Which... I get. I wonder next time a situation like that they'll have Odell back there. Might have been a. Uh young buck mistake there in
0: terms of the youth and head coaching of Pat Shermer, but you can't blame it on that. Look, Flowers on the offensive line put the Giants in this position. You look at Borals' stats, they weren't great. 18 of 33, one touchdown, one pick. The leading receiver was Keenan Cole, three catches for 54 yards, but the Giants' secondary looked really strong in this game. Yeah. Eli Apple was excellent. Excellent.
1: Yes, he was. That's a great sign. And
0: Janoris Jenkins should have had two interceptions. He dropped one, but the other he caught on the sideline. It you was see like the footwork on that catch, yeah. too. Yeah, that was impressive. That was, that was impressive. He's kind of like shade, sh- shades of Amani Tumor. I know, different position. You but had, still. <laughs> uh,
3: you had the, uh, Damon Harris completely shut down Leonard Fournette. Snacks, yeah. I mean, nope.
0: I am concerned about the youth on that defensive yeah. line, but it's good youth. If Snacks ever gets hurt, the Giants D line is in trouble because the only backups on the roster are Kerry Wynn and Mario Edwards. Yeah. They just. Is John Jenkins still on the team? Uh, I believe he is Forget about him Whatever, whatever. Um, scary,
3: What What worries me about this team Tom When I look at this game Just to quickly Yeah Rehash what you were saying The two things about this game Because this should have been a win
0: It should have it It's
3: Eric Flowers 50 And it pains me to say it But this is This is Eli It's really Eli When you look at this Because they had I remember watching a play Odell beat Ramsey It was in the red zone He beat Ramsey on the play And Eli threw it over Odell's head He overthrew it it's just uh, I don't understand what the problem, why he has so much red zone trouble, especially when Odell is open nonetheless. Yeah. I mean, the whole left side of that end zone was open, and, and it pains me to say it, but it, it's partially to blame on him too.
0: No, oh, yeah, of course. You know, the quarterback of the team, when you don't perform as well as you should um – um yeah. Definitely, Eli should take some of the blame for this loss. But I, I mean, that pick I, I, I don't I blame I on him. That's no. Eric Flowers yeah. too. The, the the pick is on Eric Flowers, but you know what? The Eli whole Maddox, the whole
2: reason the Giants stink it's Eric Flowers. Fault. It, it, it's no. Chris. It's like eighty <laughs> percent.
0: It's like eighty percent. Um, to wrap up the Giants, Olivier Vernon has been confirmed out Not for Week Two. I don't think they'll necessarily need him against Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Nope. But, because Barwin looked really good, and so did rookie Lorenzo Carter. Yeah. And Kareem Martin. Martin got half a sack on Sunday. Uh, Giants play Dallas primetime on Sunday Night Football on NBC. Um, And I'm going to pick the Giants to go ahead and win this game.
1: Guys, predictions? Um, I will actually pick the Giants to win this game very tight within, you know, under three points of a victory. But, yeah, give me the Giants. Who's the home team again? Dallas. Dallas. Give me Dallas, just because, just because they're the home team. I don't think
2: that Dallas is any way, shape, or form better than the Giants. No, do I think the Giants are better than the Cowboys? I just they, they no matter how many times they, no matter how bad the Giants are or how good the Cowboys are or vice versa, they, this is always a great matchup to have. And I'm I'm literally solely picking the Cowboys just because they have the home field advantage, and that's the only
3: reason I'm picking the Cowboys. Okay, Kyle, I'm gonna go out on a limb. And I'm going to predict, this is a nice prediction right here, I believe that this will be the first game in two years that the Giants score over 30 points. They should. And they if they don't. score scored
1: 30
2: points in two years? No. Over
3: th- oh, no. Wow. I and did they, not know that. That's, that, no, that's a fun
2: fact. Is that, <laughs> that a fun was, fact? Uh, <laughs> that was fun. Well, it's, it's not Dak, fun for Giant fans, but it's fun uh, for Jets fans. Dak Wildean Prescott does
3: not have an O-line. He has no receivers. Damon Snacks Harrison is arguably one of the best, if not the best, run starters in the entire league. So there's no reason, defensively or offensively, that you cannot put up those types of numbers on this team. And if you can't and you put up 15, that's a problem. You have that's Odell Beckham, problem.
0: Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Red and Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And Eli Matt There's no reason to not put up 30 points against Dallas. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say a final score of 31-24. to 24.
1: There you go. There you go. I'll say uh, 23-20 Giants.
2: I'll say uh 17-13 Cowboys. Wow. That's gross. I kind of like gross. I like that
3: 31-24, him that one point over 30.
0: All right. Let's get to the Jets. Yes. Awesome. The Jets scored 31 third quarter points against the Lions. This was a close
1: game at halftime.
0: You know, it was it was it was within reach. Uh, the Jets were up 17-10, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, then the Lions immediately scored. Yeah. Third. Yeah, it was crazy.
0: Uh this was Sam Darnold's first career start. I want to get your guys' interpretation on the nuts and bolts of his first career start. What looked good about him? What does he need to improve on in Week 2?
1: Well, I think the best thing that happened was his bounce back from that interception. I yes. mean, the poise in the pocket, the the just, the just ability to just like forget about it and just play his game was very impressive. I've never seen a Jets quarterback do that. Usually when a pick comes, there's like three more.
2: Yeah, usually, I
1: mean, we, maybe we've been... Uh
2: cursed with uh, Sanchez and uh, Smith in our heads, but yeah, yeah, usually, I'm glad I didn't see that first play happen because I was on my was way bad. into my the other uh, radio station I work at and I didn't didn't hear the game and I turned it on and I heard, oh, Lions are leading 7 nothing." and I'm like, oh, must have been like a kick return or something. Or, and yeah. I, get in, I get in the studio, they have the game on and I see highlights that he threw a pick six and I was, and As a fan, I was like, you know what, if I'm glad I didn't see this, because if I did, I would be like, yep, there goes the season, Sam Donald stinks, it's all over. I would have
1: jumped off the bridge right there. It was an interesting play call for the – because apparently everything they said after the game, he was supposed to throw that ball left, which, you know, I don't – I mean, obviously they know more than me, but that doesn't make any sense to me for your first play. But right after that, I mean, they really bounced back.
2: Yeah, they really did. I mean, Sam Donald – Went uh, 15 for 20 after that, which is phenomenal in a rookie's debut. Yeah, I mean, he didn't break the 200 mark in passing yards, but I mean, who, ca- who cares? The way they were running it, you don't matter. need to. It yeah, doesn't, exactly. It matters about wins
0: and losses. Though. Exactly. Yeah. And who cares.
2: And Powell and Crowell both combined for a- averaging seven yards per carry, which is also phenomenal as well. Isaiah yeah.
0: Crowell topped
2: 100. He had 10 for 102, yeah. and he yeah.
0: scored two TDs.
2: Yeah, I mean, he had 10 for 102, and Crowell. I mean, uh, Powell was. I don't yeah, know, he 12 had 12 for 60. 12
0: for 60. Yeah, he had 60. That's on, so it's on the script. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I'm sorry. The uh,
1: Crowell burst of speed on that touchdown was unbelievable. Yeah. I didn't think yeah, he had that. Yeah, no, he's good. he was good with Cleveland too, yeah. man. He's fun to watch. And yeah. also, uh, I did not expect this from this Jets offensive line. I was stunned how yeah, well. they all surprising. played. Yeah, very, very surprising.
2: surprising. You know, yeah, but coming was... into the season, coming into the season, we lose Beecham. That was tough. Um, Spencer Long. We don't know what we're gonna get out of him. Winters hasn't played a snap in the preseason because he had an abdominal injury. So the only people we really saw were uh, Carpenter and Shell returning from last year. And Shell has been eh. Brian Winters, I, I'm in my opinion, I think Brian Winters is solid, uh, a solid right guard. Not he's not upper echelon right guards in the league, but he's solid. Edible, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Long, I'm still I'm still not a fan of Spencer Long. Uh, James Carp- James Carpenter still uh, still solid left guard, and we had Brent Qualley starting at left tackle, who did who held his own against Ziggy Yonza. Yeah, so I mean, look, this offensive line I think did shock us a little bit, and hopefully
3: they can improve into next week going against Cameron Wake now. Well, with this offensive line, it's really, you know, I'm as a Giants fan, I'm going to say I'm very happy with what I've seen from the Jets so far. But what is this when I look at this game? Is it that the defensive line for the Detroit Lions is so bad that it made the Jets' O line look good? Or are we just waiting to watch them play a good defensive line? Because if you look at that defensive line, they're terrible, especially because Anza went down. Yeah. He was caught it off the field. Yeah. So,
1: ordinarily, the, the the Jets no. were calling a lot of quick plays for Adorno. He wasn't yeah. really sitting in the pocket forever, which is you know good. When That's you, the way they have to do it. Yeah. So as long as they just keep doing good play calls, and yeah, you know, he will get hit a lot because his offensive line. I don't think at the end of the day is good but yeah (laughs) yeah but um just same type of play calls get get the ball out quick guys remember you can call in
0: 516-299-2030 take part in our live show and we are on mywcwp.org wcwp sports all right back to the jets um yes darnold's final stat line 16 to 21 198 two touchdowns one interception Darren Lee also had two interceptions in this game. Talk about him, Mike. Your Buckeye yes. uh, breaking out the pitch six off of Matt Stafford and the impact that he had on this defense because Matthew Stafford had four
1: interceptions in this game. Yes, the exact opposite you were hoping for for your fantasy team, I believe. Ending the show last week. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> you yeah, had to throw that in. Oh, no. God damn it! And, <laughs> and yeah, Darren Lee. I mean, two interceptions. He was the guy who said they knew the hand signals after the game, so that you know it's good preparation by Todd Bowles. But yeah. <laughs> if Darren Lee could, uh, if he could do like anything good this year, that'd be phenomenal. If he He's could do a... half of what he did the whole season on huh. Monday, yeah, sign me up
2: for that, Darren Lee, I'll be, yeah, I'll be loving that because. He hasn't lived up his his first round potential no, since he's been not. drafted, and this was the best game as Jets fans we've seen Darren Lee play. Yeah, sure. I mean he had what five, six tackles and yeah. two in the two interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's he's what that' and that's exactly what we what We drafted Darren Lee for to play that coverage uh, linebacker, what we've been missing the past couple of years, and he finally proved that he can go out and cover the guys. And that was in my like Mike said that was great preparation all week by Todd Bowles and Darren Lee watching the film, knowing all the hand signals. Because that's very hard to do, yeah. very hard to read the hand signals. And once you master that, honestly, you're gonna have a you're gonna have yourself a day on defense, and that's right. exactly
0: what Darren Lee did. Well, here's what the Jets did: they stopped the run. The leading rusher was, the, oh, yeah. was Theo Riddick with 20 yards. That's your first problem. And they got Detroit in the second, third, and long. Where Stafford had to throw this football a lot. And then you had the secondary played well as well, Tremaine Johnson and Jamal Adams, each with an interception.
1: And also there was no Marcus May in this game or starting right outside linebacker Josh Martin. And they're also both out next week, so that's tough.
0: And then there was something about uh, Dylan Donahue today, a 14-game suspension or something. Took a
1: selfie with that guy.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Dylan Donahue suspended 14 games uh, for violating NFL substance abuse policy, recently pled guilty... To these DUI charges, so
2: yeah, yeah, good thing the just cut him. Uh, not good news. No, he's got or a problem.
0: Dylan Donahue, yeah. I yeah, think it's, it's just whoever.
2: A, I think it's just whoever problem. I take a, yeah, it is a problem just happened. Just happens to get yeah. cut yeah. by the judge. He was.
3: Uh, also I believe the he was guy. the player. With, uh, don't quote me on this, but I believe he was the player that uh in one of the tunnels at night drove on the opposite. Yeah. Yep, that was that, him. that's him. Yeah. The side oh, opposite the side you. of the road. Yeah. I called my dad up
2: after I took a selfie with Dylan Donahue, and he was like, Did oh, you take a
1: selfie with Dylan Donahue? I really can't no tell. No way.
0: I hate it. I mean, it was yeah. all up on his social media as well. I know. It's I had, not like you rough... mentioned it 10 Mike, times. I, I think minutes. you had the unfortunate instinct of being there with him right? I, I that was a sense. whole trip and a half. <laughs> you don't want
2: to <laughs>
1: relive. That was terrible. Um, but
2: yeah, no, because I called up my dad. I was like, hey, dad, look, I took a selfie with Dylan Donahue. And he was just like, who's that guy? I was like, do you remember reading the newspaper like a couple <laughs> months ago? The guy who drove the wrong way on the highway in the Lincoln tunnel. With the, you know, he was like, yeah. I was like,
3: that, <laughs> that guy. I took, took it with that guy. He was like, oh, no way. Yeah. Just a, just a question for the Jets fans, because I read this uh uh, yesterday it was just kind of interesting how do you feel about todd bowles not ready to call sam darnold the franchise quarterback
1: i love it i love it it's fine because
3: you see that as a tough love type of thing because uh,
1: because todd bowles isn't an idiot he knows (laughs) he knows the people are going crazy after one week and he tried to tell the reporters let's calm down here it's one game It Uh, obviously it's not going to work yeah these people are crazy
2: and you saw there was a video during the otas Where they were just like, "Oh, how's Sam Darnold doing?" And he sarcastically was like, "He looked great. I want to start right now." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that was uh, very funny.
0: Did did, did the Jets score the most points in the NFL Week One? No, we tied with the Bucks. Uh, Yeah, the Bucks Bucks,
1: went wild. Wow, (laughs) I know how crazy (laughs) Ryan
0: Fitzmagic man. Fitzmagic's back. Uh, So, guys, did he ever leave? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, special teams for the Jets looked good. Uh, Andre Roberts had a return for a touchdown. Big in this game. Matt Prater struggled. I don't I don't he know did. what the issue is with Matt Prater, but one for three on field goals at home in week one. Yeah, he was it's yeah. A unexcusable. No there there there's no wind factor or weather factor no or wind wind factor. fan factor or nothing.
2: Yeah, that was nothing. And even I listened to the Pat McAfee podcast and he's big into kicking and punting and he analyzes literally every punt and kick that goes on in the NFL and he was just like, Yeah, that was something you don't really see from Matt Prater. Right. So it's yeah, it was. De- it's definitely odd to see him, and he's been a f- he's always a solid kicker in this game. So to see him miss some field goals like that, it was it's it's like
0: wow. You know, Chris, you've been meeting a lot a lot of people as of late. Talk about uh, you. You met a uh, Terry Bradshaw last night. Yeah, pretty popular guy. Yo, it's, 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 <laughs> more like, more, it's more like
2: Terry Bradshaw met me. Nah, <laughs> like, is it? Is it? I was like the whole sports department. So the I'm, original yeah, TV
3: twelve. The original.
2: Yeah. It, no. Exactly. But yeah, I met Terry Bradshaw and Mike Francesa last night. Right. And power, I don't care what people – first of all, I don't care what people chain. say about Mike Francesa. Great guy. Nice guy. He was very uh, – he was very – just a great guy to talk to. Did you tell him to tune in? I did not because we Chris. were getting we – yes. the you lady suck. was kicking us out. He He's talking to me and Jason about the department and, uh, like, what radio shows we have. in the lady's like, we got to go. We got to go. I'm like, he's talking to us. Like, let us relax.
1: I want to talk to Mike what, Francesa. What, what was he talking to you guys about?
2: Like I said, like you start talking about like, oh, who calls the football games? I and mean, Jason were like, oh, we do, and then he was just like, oh, what's? He was just like, what sports? Show, what shows you guys got on here? And we like as we was, we was like trying to explain what shows we have. He was the lady was like, you guys gotta go. We like gotta go, and we were just like, oh, come on, let me talk to Mike Francesa. Okay. Terry Bradshaw. Funny guy, yeah, he's hilarious. Just... i am
0: sure Connor Lambert is pretty happy. Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I told him. I asked him. I was like, oh, Connor, yeah. you washing your hands after? This? He's like, I'm never doing. I'm never washing my hands. Um, again. <laughs> so back to the Jets. They are one zero. They will play the Dolphins this weekend. That 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 was a fun. Uh, yeah, not that's good. Two minute wash there, um, <laughs> but the Jets play the Dolphins in Miami. No, they're home. The they're Jets. home. First home, home game. Better. Darrell uh, Revis will be honorary captain as well. Right. Uh, the Dolphins are also one zero. Yes. But let's uh, let's pick this game, and what is your outlook for this game? I'll start with you, Kyle.
3: I like the Jets in this game, and those words don't sound right out of my mouth, but I like the Jets in this game, and, you know, it's a huge factor that Josh Sitton is now out for the season. It should make it very, very easy for the pass rush, considering he was probably uh, Miami's best old lineman, and just considering the fact that Miami really
0: doesn't have any weapons. Is this real life? It, Do you understand the words that are coming out of Kyle Russo's mouth? No. I the Jets are going to win like Sunday.
3: It. They taste like vinegar. I don't like it. <laughs> well,
0: what, what, guess what?
3: But I said it. And listen, I'm happy to say it. I'm happy to share the New York love. I'm happy.
0: I'm one step ahead. I got the Jets, too, going 2-0. Oh, the I Jets think. the Jets will win this game 31-20. Wow. Okay. I don't Ooh. like that. but Okay.
2: But, yeah. All right. I'll take the Jets, clearly. I'm still on the high of uh, them playing Monday Night Football. And, look, I don't like this, this Dolphins team at all. I mean, Kenny Stills, yeah, he had a great game last week, and but they have a they have no running game. Frank Gore had 60. If Frank Gore's your leading rusher, I mean, he's great. I love Frank Gore as much as the next guy. But, I mean, like and like you said, Justin's not going to be there. So this D-line is going to eat up Frank Gore and uh, yeah. Kenyon Drake. I don't think uh, Tannehill is going to get too many passing yards this no. game like we saw with, like, Stafford. Uh, the def the the Patriot defense the Dolphin defense is gonna have to come up big. Cameron Wake, I Mick mean, Fitzpatrick Fitzpatrick, gonna have to come up big in this game if they want to stay in it. But yeah. I th- eh, eh, I think they're gonna <laughs> I think the Jets are gonna tough. win
1: uh 27 to 13. Well, I'm a well known Jets fan. I'm, I'm a well known realistic person. I do think I do think the Dolphins will win this game. How about that take? That's hot. I think it'll be under forty-five points scored for sure. A yes. disgusting game, probably a field goal in the walk-off kind. And you know what? No, I convinced myself. No, the Jets will win twenty-three twenty-one, or the Dolphins. Don't quote me. I'm not a quoter. We're quoting him. My t- Tom actually just it's had on, on video. It's, it's
0: on film. It's oh, on film. Oh, now, now it's you're now on the, film. The, the definition of being quoted. <laughs> you're on film. Kyle Russo, are you okay?
4: <laughs> I'm
0: crying. I'm trying. <laughs> <I'm crying. laughs> um, so uh, we all have the Jets winning, except from. Oh no, Mike! Yes, well, I, if I flip yeah, flop. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, such yeah. a flip you'd flopper.
1: A you'd be a fraud if you didn't pick the Jets for this Ooh, game. Hostility. How? I'm so, realistic. Realistic. First okay. off, the the Dolphins plus three. I love that bet. Now
0: better. Uh, this is a new segment which is being added to the show every week. Everybody needs to be locked in at this time. We are going to preview the big games this week. We're not going to go over every game. I'm going to ask all three of you one lock and one upset for this week for the week two games. Uh, I'm just going to say this for the sake of it. You can't choose Cincinnati and Baltimore, obviously. I didn't even think of that. And yeah, so you have 15 games to choose from. And who's ready? I'm ready. Yeah, I would say I would like to not go first. Sure, uh, Kyle Russo. Who is your lock and who is your upset? Uh, my lock
3: for this week is going to be the Saints versus the Browns. All right, that should be Drew Brees. That should be a field day for him and Michael Thomas. And then my upset, I we'll called the Jaguars over the Patriots. Oh, your boy! I like see, that.
2: Look, Kyle. It must be like opposite Tuesday. You know, you pick your man, Blake Bortles, obviously.
3: So, nah, listen, listen. <laughs> right, I, like the, I, I like it though. Yeah. I like it. I like with the defense. You know, okay, I mean, yeah. last year in the AFC Championship game, it was because of Blake Bortles that they were held behind. But I think this defense is going to have a good time. Have a good time. I'll go next, Chris. My upset. I'm going to take the
2: Bucks over the Eagles. Oh, that's a nice one. Because I, Fitzma- I believe the Fitz Magic is back. Uh, I think Mike Evans is gonna have a great game. Uh, I'm not big fan of the Buccaneers uh, running backs, but they. I still think the Bucks will not Peyton. shut down. It will definitely be a high scoring game, like Peyton, we saw Peyton, last week. Peyton Barber, right? Peyton yes. Barber and uh, Ronald Jones, the the kid out of USC. But yeah, I think that's gonna be my upset and my lock. Is gonna be Bears over the Bears over the Seahawks. Uh I liking this Bears team. Kalomack definitely adds a big jump into this uh, mm-hmm. league. And if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers coming back into the game, the Bears win. The Bears win on Monday night. I like that. I mean on uh, Sunday night, sorry. Like that. Um, I will
1: go next. I will go with my upset. It'll be the Colts versus at uh, they're at Washington to play in the Redskins. I do think the Colts has the best chance to be an upset. And for my lock, I was going to go Bears. You know, you could obviously choose, you know, Eagles, uh, Saints, but I'm going to go with the Steelers to bounce back at home versus the Chiefs. That might be very wrong at that, but... Interesting. All right. Didn't want to go with, you know, the obvious ones. Right. Um, okay, my lock is going to be the Rams over the Cardinals. That's
0: a real good one. Yeah. And my upset... Um, yeah, there, There's not a lot left on the board. You guys left the host of the show hanging <laughs> here. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of an upset this may be. Would you guys consider Minnesota over Green Bay at Green Bay an upset?
1: If Rodgers plays, yes, yeah. for sure.
0: Um, mm.
1: Green Bay is favored in that game, with assuming Rodgers is playing. So I am so, able to
0: do that then. I correct. will go Minnesota over Green Bay as the upset. We're all, all right. on board. Yep, awesome. All right. So those are our locks. And, yeah, Rodgers is questionable this week. The other games, uh, I'm pretty. we covered most of the games. Uh, oh nobody took Carolina at Atlanta, which uh, I think the Panthers will go 2-0. I think they're going to beat Atlanta on the road. They did not look good against the Eagles, and Carolina is a team that will not give up many points. Very underrated defense this season because Ron Rivera is there. Luke Kukli is healthy. And they have another new good linebacker too. I think Klein or somebody. Oh, AJ Klein. Yeah, he's, he's really good. he's a solid player as well. He's like Definitely. a second Luke Kuechly a little yeah. bit. Um, and they still have they still have Tule on that line.
1: Yeah, yep. they yeah. also have oh, Keywon no, 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 no. Short he's, at he's defensive tackle. Yeah. Key Short and and uh, Dontari Poe. I mean, those two those are some massive men. Yeah, uh, up the middle. I'm
0: I think maybe Carolina at Atlanta might have been a little better upset because Atlanta's home, but I'm going to stick with Minnesota Green Bay. stick to my word here. Yeah. yeah, Seattle at Chicago. Seattle on the road, going to the East Coast. That's never a good thing. I think the Bears will come away with that win. Look, Saints at home against the Browns. That should be a lock, but we saw what yeah. happened last week, man. I don't know. It's tough. Um, and then Indy at Washington. Originally, I was thinking of the Redskins as my lock, but I don't trust Ooh. them going 2-0 against Luck. I think Luck is going to be uh, – I still think the Redskins might win the game, but – uh, luck will definitely have a better week, too. Uh, playoff predictions. Do we want to make playoff predictions? Yes. So we have 10 minutes, so might as well. Chris, you seem ready. I am ready. Rich, <laughs> which, which means you must remember who you guys picked in your Super Bowls, right? Yes. Do absolutely. you guys want a refresher?
2: No, I picked the Chargers Saints. I know that. Um, so, yeah, clearly I have the Chargers win the West. So I'm going to stay at the AFC for right now. Chargers win the West. Uh the north it's gonna be the Steelers. The East Patriots and the South is the Jaguars. And the two wild card teams coming out of the AFC will be the Chiefs do it. and the Ravens. Okay. 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 So, Mike was thinking I was gonna pick the Jets. Chris
0: and, <laughs> Chris, I have Chargers, Pats, Jaguars, Chiefs, Ravens, Steelers. Yes. Okay. There's your 6 and for the NFC. I'm
2: uh, seeing clearly I have
0: the uh the Saints winning the Super Bowl, so they
2: win the south. Uh I'm going to say the Eagles win the east. The north is the Vikings. The the west is um <laughs> what? The west? <laughs> the west, yeah. The west is the the Rams. I said west. <laughs> and the wild card will be Ravens and I mean the Ravens. Um oh boy. Falcons Birds, you know. Yeah, got it. Uh, Falcons and the Packers.
1: (laughs) All right. Uh, I am also ready, so I will go AFC. I will go Steelers in the north, Pats in the east. In the south, I will take the Jaguars. You thought about about that one. Why? Uh, Texans. Definitely not the Titans. I don't think they're for real. And in the west, I'll take the Chiefs with the Chargers with the wild card. And the Bengals with the wild card. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Just changing it up a little bit. I like it.
1: Yeah. And then uh, NFC, we have, let me think. Oh, Eagles in the east. In the north, I will take the Vikings. In the south, the Saints. No, Falcons in the south. In the west, I will have... Ooh. 49ers, I'll take. Yeah. And then with the wild card teams being the Saints and the Redskins. Yikes. You know what? No, Packers. It felt weird. It felt weird. I'm going to go backwards. <laughs> as soon as I said it, it didn't hit the way I wanted it to. <laughs> they had to roll off the tunnel. It didn't. Wow.
0: Wow. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, you s- saved yourself there, Mike.
1: Yeah, the Redskins uh, would have been a little brutal.
0: Yeah, you might have been uh, in jeopardy as well. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Kyle Russo. All right. In the
3: East, I got New England. In the North, I have Cincinnati. In the South, I got Jacksonville. In the West, I got Kansas City. My wild cards are going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Houston Texans.
0: All right. And in the NFC. Very, very interesting pick for the AFC North.
3: You know what it is? It's Le'Veon. If he's not there, it's just not the same. That's a good point. All right, in the NFC, the East, I have Philadelphia. In the North, I have Green Bay. In the South, I got New Orleans. In the West, I got the Rams. In my wild cards, I got Minnesota, and I got Carolina.
1: Um, I forgot about the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot. Mike wanna- does. That's why with people why I say 49ers. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Rams, right? Lock it in. I cannot believe I've, my jaw dropped when you said Rams. That's like, what I was looking oh, at. Yeah. I was
3: afraid I was going to forget something. Oh wow,
0: wow! Well, I'm big That's stupid on you're this bad show. Guy. Yeah. On oh that goodness. note, let's go. AFC New England, shocker. No,
3: <laughs> I thought you were going to pick Buffalo. I thought that was a lot.
0: North Pittsburgh. Um, in the South. I'm going to go Jacksonville. And then in the West, I will go Kansas City. My two wild cards for the AFC. Now, I've actually thought about this for a while. I want you guys to know that this may come as a little surprise. Um, I don't think any other team out of the AFC East will make the playoffs. I would agree. A sentimental pick for Chris would be the Jets. But, of course. But, you know, uh, I'm not going to pick on him anymore. Uh, <laughs> I really do think that... Um, the Bengals have a shot over the Chargers. I really do think so. Yeah. I, I I really don't like L.A. just yet. I like M- Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen are great. Phillip Rivers. but
3: I think the loss of Hunter Henry is huge.
0: Yeah, and I, yeah. I'm not sure if I see it happening because how much better did the Chargers get from last year? Who did they get?
3: Derwin James. He's phenomenal. I don't think it's a matter of how healthy. The, it's just a matter of the health because, you the, know, Forrest Lamp got hurt. Look, Mike guys, Williams got hurt.
0: The AFC West is going to beat each other up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, at this time, I'm going to take Houston and Cincinnati as the two wild cards. Boring, but, I mean, realistically. Likely, to be honest. Yeah. All right. Uh, In terms of the NFC, the Eagles will win the East. I'm writing this stuff down as well. That's why I'm taking a little longer than you guys. Uh, Minnesota will win the North In the South. Tampa Bay in the West, LA Rams. Just to confirm, the uh, two wild cards. Man, you know it's a lot of good picks. I'm gonna go Green Bay, and like Kyle Russo, I will pick the Carolina Panthers.
3: Did you say in the South? Tampa Bay?
0: No, I said <laughs> the Saints. I
3: think I think you said Tampa. I swear, I'm pretty I heard sure that.
0: I said Philly, I see- Minnesota. You know what? New I wasn't. I wasn't thinking. If, you said, but now you're saying I it. Swore, it kind, I swore. I Okay, like so you just, just to confirm, I did mean the Saints. If yeah, I did say obviously. Tampa Bay, I do apologize. A little bit of that Fitzmagic. magic. Um, yeah, you know. <laughs> but I do. I do think the Eagles don't win a playoff game this year. The Eagles will not win a playoff game this season.
1: Just that's for, not just for the. Record. That's not that. Great. Yeah. No. I would honestly. You know what? I agree.
0: Don't be shocked yeah. if the Giants or. Um, can't think of them right now. The Jets, uh, of course. No, the no, don't be surprised if the Giants or either the 49ers or um you can't even count out Chicago at this point. That defense is really good. Yeah. They look I good. don't I don't think it's enough, but I don't think Atlanta is going to have a good year. That's just me. You can't count them out either.
3: Well, now with DeVonta Freeman out, I mean,
0: so these are in. True. Look, we can readjust them at mid-season, but these are the original Picks, they are written down on pen and paper. Um, and on that note, we will spend the last four minutes of the show on college football. In week one, Notre Dame beat Michigan 24-17. to Last week, they beat Ball State in a very non-impressive victory. Wimbush does not look great, Chris. Four picks, their two games. When is Ian Book starting?
2: Oh, man, I don't even think Ian Book's that much better. Than, uh, personally, I Personally, I'm not a fan of Ian Book as either. I think he's smarter than... Uh, Wimbush is, but Wimbush, I think, has more talent than Book does. So either way, the the Fighting Irish are not looking good at quarterback. I think, and the, I think that's what's hurting them right now because you can see their wide receivers are playing great. Claypool's having a uh, a good season, uh, and Armstrong having a is playing great right, his first year at running back right now. Defense is looking solid as well, but their quarter, the quarterback play is really killing them, and that's why they sh- they struggled against
0: Ball State. I like that analysis. I, I do think Notre Dame finds a way to win ten games this season, though.
2: I think they do too, but like it's going to be very close games. They're all going. It's you're not going to see any blowouts. Like you saw, they only beat Michigan by a touchdown. They beat uh, Ball State by like a touchdown and a half. Yeah. So I mean, you're not you're not going to see
0: any like wow, this team right. deserves the playoff spot. Look, uh, Stanford might be their first loss. Yeah.
2: It's the It Also, me.
0: might be their only loss. We'll see. I think Vir- Virginia Tech might be a winnable game on the road.
2: Uh, this uh, this Stanford team's really good. Who's the running back over there? It's not Bryce, Bri- Love. Bryce Love. Bryce okay. Love. Look at that. Yeah, he's he's, he's something good.
0: else. Um, two minutes left, Mike. Your take on the Buckeyes and what they did um, the first two weeks, winning. What's their outlook for Week Three?
1: Uh, week Three versus TCU in Texas. Um, I think they will win by over. 20, honestly. Uh, I mean, Ohio yeah. State looks fantastic. Dwayne Haskins looks really good. Obviously, you know, squash games versus these bad teams. But first test, last game without Irvin Meyer. And I think Ohio State rolls. Yep.
0: Meyer is coming back.
2: He is, week that four. That is the report. So, Mike, wait Hold on just a sec. Mike, you want to give us your
1: take on uh, Nick Bosa? He's fantastic. I mean, he's he looks better than Joey at this point, honestly. Is he honestly. a top three, top five pick? Yes. You know, obviously if a team like is so. desperate for a defensive end. Yeah. Definitely. I would think so. The Bills. Like the Bills, exactly. Or the Cardinals, if they have a top pick. I
0: I think I'm going to go on a limb right now. I'm going to say the Bills and the Cardinals are the top two picks in next year's draft. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, it's. It's it's not going to be the Browns and the Giants again. No. No. Browns may be top five still, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, yes, the way sure. Nick, and the way <laughs>
2: yeah. Nick Bosa is playing right now, he'll definitely be a top three. I mean, pick. he
1: just looks way faster than Joey.
0: Yeah, no, he really it's does. Crazy. Don't forget, there was almost a near upset in Week One, Appalachian State against yeah. Penn State, which oh, went overtime. I was Our, so mad. Our uh, fraternity brother Chris Tanner Zimmerman was on the edge of his seat in that game.
2: My girlfriend's uh, brother went to Penn State, and her dad's a pe- big Penn State fan, so I was texting him the whole time. I was just like, "Awesome story." Got- <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna win, and he was just—he was just like, "I don't want to talk about it." Penn State
0: is a very tough road. I don't think they're gonna make the playoff. I do think they'll finish in the top ten, but they're yeah. gonna lose a couple of games. Um,
2: I like Trace McSwore the lot, though. My,
0: Miami it's... has fallen off quick. We'll see yep. if they're able to regain ground. And uh, the last thing here: don't sleep on West Virginia. Will Greer? What, yeah, he's something else. He's Heisman candidate. Yeah. Yeah, he they good. have a solid offense, and they have a very favorable. Big twelve schedule. Of course. Which is why they might you never know. Sneak in.
2: I mean I, I mean me and Mike, I know, don't like uh West Virginia a lot. Right. But Will Greer is something else. Look,
0: if teams beat each other up, there you never know what could happen. Exactly. Yeah, you know, they likely
1: will win the Big Twelve. There's usually sometimes a spot for that. Yeah. So final thoughts, guys?
3: Who do you think is winning the Heisman?
1: Ooh Dwayne Haskins. Little... Dwayne Lock Haskins. it in.
2: Why uh, oh, can't I remember his name? The uh, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, that's, that's my way guy. better pick. Way, yeah. that's <laughs> my <guy Jonathan> <laughs> way better pick. Me and Mike have been going back and forth for like the past 10
1: years on who's going to win the we, Heisman. We've never won. Well, we, we've got, we, yeah, I've won tough. once on a technicality, but <laughs> Mike said no because... Because my uh, guy, Javon Best, got hurt. It was like 08. It was tough.
2: No, it wasn't Javon
0: Best. It was um, Terrell Pryor. Oh, yeah, that was a technicality.
1: I guess since we're doing this now,
0: quick, Kyle Russo, you picked Taylor, too.
3: Yeah, I picked Taylor, too.
0: Yeah. Man, He's post. just a stud at Wisconsin. He's so yeah. good. Ohio State. Bryce Love. Yeah. yeah on, it's that really. note, it's good on that note, we will be back next week with more NCAA football talk, NFL, and Major League Baseball. On behalf of Mike Dawes, Chris Klimazuski, Kyle Russo, I'm Tom Scavetta. You've been listening to Review and Preview here on WCWPSports.org and my WCWP.org.